go. It's, uh, hello, hello, hello. Yeah, we're on. This is, what is the name of the show? After Dark. You're on the Podzilla 1985 Network. My name is Shannon Young. I'm going to be your host tonight. Give no fucks. Clearly. And with me tonight, we have Jesse Kimball. I want to give more fucks. Uh, Lindsay Wolf Gong. I'm cold, so what do I do? I go get ice cream. And the blur formerly known as Shelby Kimball. I am I so blurry. Why are you so blurry? <laughs> I'm about you're, to invite Puddle of Mud like, here. 1980s filter. Yeah, That's... I've got to assume that the, 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 the lens is smudged. I, I guess so. I guess That's the... So. I need that filter on every picture I take. So it's a, it suggests the gen you know the the general shape of a human, and that they can't make out any of the uh, flaws that keep me from being happy. It's definitely got that like uh, early two thousands webcam feel to it, like so before we had HD. That's what I need to do. Is I need to get a early two thousands webcam, get rid of this four K nonsense that just shows off. What an what an old millennial that I am. Ah, you you are uh, one of the older. You're you're the, at the top of that bracket. The old ass millennium is what I've been told. That's, uh, millen- that's my millennial, opinion. and and I I still maintain that you're extrapolating that. What I said about another person. Oh, I didn't say you. I didn't say anything about you. Oh, yeah, but we both know better. You said that. That's circular usage. That's words you've said of not joining us, I guess, Hunter Hendricks. Did he not? I guess. I don't know. He said he'd be on around eight, and then no one replied to him. So maybe that's our bad. I'm sure he'll saunter on in here at some point. He can regale us with stories of his hospital stay, which kind of explains why we haven't been doing a show for like 11 days now. The I don't know what the other side of that is. The last show we did was I think on the tenth or the twelfth, something like that. I don't even remember. It was uh, I'm pretty sure it was pro wrestling and scripted. It might not have been. I honestly don't remember. I'm gonna look it up real quick. I'm kind of interested. Let me see. It was I want to believe on February thirteenth. So ten days ago was our last show. Uh, it's Oof. it's 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 not because we don't care. I, of course we care. It's uh, I I honestly don't remember why we haven't done a show in ten days. But we're Life. back. Here we are. Nah, Life that's has been kicking all of our butts. Nah, that's not really an excuse. It's just laziness, honestly. It's just lazy. Sometimes, sometimes you just need to take a take a day off for some uh, some mental health, yeah. some well being. How does that feel? Because I haven't really been able to do that in months. Is that good? Does that work? It it does. It, it's it's pretty nice. I oh. recommend it. Hmm. Well, you know, you know us millennials. We are literally all millennials here. Ah, uh, well. I had an. You argue- to argue that you're a Gen Xer? No, I've already tried that, and my ex girlfriend went to extreme lengths to prove to me that I was a millennial. Um, she she did not appreciate the fact I wanted to be Gen X. Gen X just sounds so much cooler than millennial. Millennial comes with certain expectations and disappointments. Uh, Gen X has always been like. That's where it's at right there. I don't know. What's the new one? Is it Gen Z? Is that what it is now? Yeah. yeah, yeah fuck. Gen Z is the... Fuck those guys. Yeah, everybody born after... Well, I say everybody. Uh, I'm sure there's now the... Whatever the next generation is going to be called. Uh, Gen fuck up. But... Yeah. yeah. Like, 
I what well, I thought we already had Jen fuck up, or is there going to be worse fuck up? I'm pretty sure if it's humans, it's Jen fuck up. It's just it's a repeating cycle over and over again. We're terrible, terrible creatures, and they should have they should have ended us a long time ago. But here we are to ramble on about nothing in particular. Jesse, do you know who the motherfucker of the week is? Uh, is it my bank? Yeah, actually, it is. It could call. Um, I got nothing else. I was going for the bank. I was just about to say, your bank? Because <laughs> uh, right now, yeah, they're definitely there for it. Jesse, tell us the wonderful uh, story about how you and the Shelbster went to this wonderful place and sold some cards, and you made some pretty good loot off of it. What happened there? Yeah, yeah. so uh, I have finally sold... All of my Pokemon cards and a uh, significant, or uh, most of my Magic cards. I literally just kept my Commander deck. Everything else I sold. The dream uh, I, is over. <laughs> what what dream was that? Of your Magic Kingdom. I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, either way, I, I took it all to Gamers Bazaar. Highly recommend if you guys got some cards laying around you want to get rid of. That's a uh, it's a good place. They made it nice and easy for me. Uh, they seem to be pretty trustworthy. They very meticulously went through every card, gave me a really good offer, and uh, I took it. I got uh, $1,200. I was pretty happy with that. Me and Shelby grabbed a couple of games they had there. Uh, and then I this was a Sunday night. I needed to. I didn't want to have just like that amount of cash sitting with me, so I took it to the ATM to deposit it. Uh, at my bank, it's ATM I've been using for a long time to deposit all my cash. Uh, I put the cash in the little uh, little feeder, and it made some weird noises. And then the light turned red, and an error message popped up on the screen, and said that I needed to see a teller to finish my deposit. Obviously, I couldn't have done that. It was around like ten o'clock on a Sunday, uh, with the next day being a holiday, so I couldn't talk to anybody until Tuesday. And then I talked to them and like, well, the the people come down and audit on Wednesdays. Uh, we'll let you know. So as of right now, like I just gave Commerce Bank a thousand dollars. I'm confident that they'll find my money, but I feel like it should have been something that fairly immediately oh. happened. Oh no! Wait, Commerce Bank is my bank. They can't. They can't be the motherfuckers of the week. I like them. They've helped me. They, they have also been, like, been really good to me. Like, I've got no complaints with Commerce Bank. Uh, I, just, <laughs> I just need them to find my money. Did you inform them that it's your money and you need it now? I, I, well, I didn't because <laughs> I, I fortunately, like, didn't need it immediately. Like, didn't need it, need it. I can Sorry, only... I, uh, I dropped something, so talk about yourself. I can only assume that you need the rest of that money to complete Shelby's eventual uh, light domination of that room, where it's just nothing but rainbow lights everywhere. Oh, there's some green lights. It's going to look like a goddamn carnival there at some point. What did you drop that is so important? My my wedding ring. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's you pretty important. too hard with it. Oh. Oh. Well. <laughs> Hey, if you're back on the market, <laughs> I know a guy. All right. Well, while they're looking, I mean, oh, we found it. Okay. Thank God for Shelby. Thank God for yes. Shelby. 
They're currently oh. they're still looking. Oh, All right, we got it. She found we it. We got it. She's ring giving, is recovered. She's giving the ring back to Jesse now. I, I have my wedding ring back. Right. He's a married man again. Sorry, ladies. You should have taken the opportunity when you had the chance. You gotta stay married. It stays on. <laughs> hey, look, I can't. Well, Shannon, I appreciate you uh, shooting your shot, though. Like, I I couldn't take it seriously with this picture of a sad cat. That is me. Being the only thing that I can see. That is me. God gives his hardest battles to his silliest clowns. <laughs> and that is me. Jesse, uh, f- forget about your troubles. Let's talk about me for once. Yeah, let's do it. And I've spent a few hours, a few solid hours playing around we're going into te- in, in tech news i spent a few hours playing around with the playstation vr2 and i'm ready to give you some oh. thoughts on it got yourself the you grabbed the vr2 did you oh I, I already had the vr2 in waiting i just needed it to be delivered and it was delivered yesterday um through ups who ups no matter what time they tell you it's going to be delivered it's going to be six o'clock it could say five in the morning it'll be six p.m Every time I've had a delivery from UPS at 6 p.m., I don't know what the deal is. Um, I'm just glad it didn't. I'm just glad it didn't get delayed because of that huge wreck that they had yesterday. I was all right. So before I talk about the PlayStation VR, let me just tell this little story. I'm going to Chaffee here in Southeast Missouri. I'm going to Chaffee to have a meeting with Jason Wells and Brandon Barbwire about Cape Championship Wrestling. Now, to get to Chaffee from where I live in Cape Girardeau, it takes about 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes. I spent an hour and a half on one mile before I finally quit and drove back home. Think about that. An hour and a half, and I barely went a mile. And that's because the entire, not just the interstate, but going onto the interstate was blocked off because two semis, in one in each lane, flipped and from what I understand, someone lost their life, so I'm not going to make fun of that. But it delayed traffic so badly that, yeah, a 10-minute drive took me an hour and a half before I finally quit and just went back home. It was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. Remo- I-, I turned into Dennis from It's Always Sunny. You know, whenever someone's slowing down, I'm just sitting there going, yeah, just move, you bitch! Yeah, uh, I can confirm uh, there was one fatality. There's someone else in the hospital that's in critical condition. And from uh, my source, it's uh, not looking good. My only guess is the winds were so bad yesterday that it just pushed that semi right off the road. Because I I saw it flipped over on its side as I'm driving that way. Uh, It it was was a multi-semi pileup at an exit. Uh, Yeah, it's pretty bad. But yeah, wind and rain was real bad yesterday. And... Yeah, just caused a real bad accident. So I come back from Chaffee. I'm at home. And about 30 minutes after I got home, they delivered my PlayStation VR 2. Now, I had already taken the initiative and purchased a few games for it. So I already had uh, Gran Turismo 7 um, Kayak VR, or I think it's just called Kayak VR. It may have another name. Uh, No Man's Sky. And Lindsay, what's the other one that I got? Oh, uh, Horizon. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, well, that's that's good. Don't pay attention. I appreciate that. All I know is you had me kayak and my arms hurt today. She she moved <laughs> her arms like three times. And her arms I'm hurt today. I'm very out of shape. Uh, but I, I got to mess around with it. It was it was very cool. So here's, here's my review for the PS, PS2 VR as of right now. For anybody listening that's interested in picking it up. It is the most comfortable VR headset I've ever worn. By far. 
Like this thing, I could wear this thing all day and it doesn't hurt. The way they've designed it is so brilliant. Every part it of it. It wasn't nearly as heavy feeling no, either. It's not heavy. The, um, I don't know what you call it. The material in between your forehead and the machine is very comfortable. Like I said, this is the most comfortable VR I've ever worn in my life. They, If you remember the original PlayStation VR, it hooked up through like six different boxes. You had Literally, you had two HDMI cables. You had multiple cables you had to put together. It's down to one USB-C cable now, which is fantastic. Um, USB-C is truly magical. It's the gift that keeps on giving. I plan on marrying one in the near future. Since, you know, that's that's my best shot at it, honestly. Um, I do expect gifts, for the record. I, mean, I don't know, man. US, that's a, it's aiming pretty high. I mean, USB-C. Well, I've, I've only been told a million times what an amazing man I am, so it's time I cashed in my chips. You know um, what? Yeah, you, you've earned it. You've thank earned you. USB-C. Thank you. Thank you. No more of this uh, USB... What was the one before that? I can't remember. A... Uh, so there's micro USB. Yeah, that's uh, the USB A is the, the regular sized USB. No, nobody wants that one. Nobody wants that. And one. then there's a mini USB was before that. That was the one that like your PlayStation Three controller. The controllers themselves. Now that you mentioned that, the PSVR two. Uh, you really have to hold them to believe them. They're they're kind of like the Oculus controllers, except the little halo that goes up top fits around your entire hand. Now it's it's. I said it's hard to describe, but it's very, very cool. The controllers have haptic feedback. They have uh, all of the things that the DualSense controller has, it has in those controllers. And the VR headset itself has haptic feedback and shit. Or, uh, I forget the exact term for it. Cause I think, yeah, yeah, because it's adaptive triggers are the other thing that the controller has. It's the haptic feedback, has it in the head. So, like, when I was playing... Um, I was playing Horizon, and as I went by like a tree, the tree hit me in the face, and I actually felt something hit me in the head as I went by. It was very, very cool. Very immersive. Uh, the PSVR 2 was a lot of fun. I've, I've spent most of my time on Gran Turismo 7, because that's what I wanted it for the most, and it's just as cool as I thought it was going to be. I kind of want to get a steering wheel now, just to get that full immersion. But racing, it I mean, it's 120 frames per second. Uh, 120 hertz it's hdr they've got oled screens i believe 4k oled screens in each eye it's just it's amazing it's just fantastic it's gorgeous it makes the quest to look like it's like it's like going from 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 dalton to jesse you know it's it's a huge step up in quality and it depends on who you ask i've literally asked everybody and they've all agreed we did a poll on the website and they all agreed that okay. yeah, that you one hundred percent participation, one hundred percent. Every American, <laughs> every American voted for Jesse Kimball. So yeah, it's it's really good. Uh, I'm gonna pick up a couple more things here in the future. I do want to play Resident Evil Village on it. That looks really fun. Uh, I, I also want to be a Jedi. I also don't want to play that. Uh, yeah, Tales from the Galaxy's Edge or whatever. I have that on Quest, but everything that I've seen on Quest that's been ported over to the PlayStation VR 2 looks so much better. So I'm definitely going to pick that up too. There's a bunch of things I want to get. Um, speaking of something that I want to get, joining us li- well, I don't know what that meant exactly, but joining us live via satellite from his home, Double H. <laughs> you want to get me? <laughs> yeah, he just he just doesn't get us, you know? Hunter, I, I'm t- I was telling them the story about my my PSVR too. I was sharing my uh, my experiences with it, and what a fantastic joy yeah. 
it is. What what a what a fantastic experience I've had with it. Mm-hmm. Mostly, I was killing time mm-hmm. till you got on, so you could tell us what happened to you. Jesse Jesse talked <laughs> about he talked about his bank trouble. I've talked about the PS2 VR. Now it's your yeah. turn. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my kidney made a thing that I don't want, and I'd like it to leave now. <laughs> Ooh, drink more Can water. Can I just leave it at that? Well, no. So, so uh, I, I'll try to do. A, I'm never good at doing a short version. Also, I, this sounds like it's coming through my computer. It does sound like that. Yeah. Can you guys still hear me? We can, but it does sound very tinny. Yeah. Somebody say something though. Hello. Uh, Hello. We We're all talking. Yep. Muted my headphones. There we go. All right. No. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Um, so, uh, in late January, I was having some, some, uh, some bathroom related issues, but it was, it was constipation actually. So I thought, okay, I'm, you know, I don't know what this is. That never happens. Check with my doctor. She's like, try some Miralax, did that, seemed to work. No big deal. Move on with my life. About three weeks later, I start having similar issues again. Um, talk with her again. She says, you know, you may not have enough fiber in your diet, et cetera. Increase that. Go back to the Miralax. It's not really helping or fixing anything. Um, so I started developing this pain in my lower back. Um, that was kind of off and on. It was like a pressure, not really a pain at first. And then on Tuesday, when I got to work at about seven thirty, uh, it kicked in and it did not go away. Like I kind of had it off and on this weekend, but it wasn't the the end of the world or anything. But by the time that I I got to work at 7:30 Tuesday had kicked in it stayed in and I dealt with that oh my god 6 hours 7 hours just like fingers crossed praying to try to get out of out of you know work as soon as possible so that I could go somewhere um someone came along and relieved me in my last hour uh one of my one of my bosses and so got me and Sarah out of there. She took me to the ER, sat there for two hours, which was even more fun in the waiting room. Um, they took me back. I had already looked into like, I was under the impression, okay, this might be like what they call fecal impaction. Like it's gone from constipation to something that is literally, cause I'm using the bathroom now, but it's never, I never feel empty. And so everything I read was like, that could be the case. You've got something that has stayed there. Uh, importantly, when I gave up sodas last August, I also increased my coffee intake like a lot, like to the point that I was drinking close to a pot a day uh, and not thinking anything of it, drinking a ton of water, but also drinking a ton of coffee. And they're like, that can do it. You know, so go back. Finally, uh, after a couple hours, get checked in, they hook all the stuff up, run an x-ray. Um, and the, <laughs> the doctor comes back from the x-ray and he goes, okay, I'm going to give you a couple things real quick. I'm going to give you an anti-inflammatory, which is going to relieve that pain without making you loopy. Uh, and I'm going to give you something for, for like uh, nausea because this kind of stuff can make you a little bit nauseous. Um, and then almost casually on his way out of the room is like, uh, yeah, we're pretty sure you got a kidney stone. I'll be back. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> we got a what now? Uh, so yeah, they run me through a CAT scan to do like a better look. Um, sure enough, two millimeter kidney stone in my kidney. I'm assuming the left because that's where the the pain was. They never said specifically. Um, it's not like unheard of because again, coffee will cause those too, and that's the main thing that I, I think I'm eating flash drinking that would do it. My dad had them. My grandpa had them. My aunt has them uh, from time to time. She does so. 
I, I feel like it was almost inevitable. But the weirdest thing is, so I go home, I come home Tuesday night. I'm home now, so I come home Tuesday night. Um, they sent me with some pain meds. They sent me with some antibiotics, some other stuff. They're like two millimeters is basically nothing. Like you'll, you, you might legitimately not even know when you pass it. Like I've got like a cool little seed that's supposed to catch it um, in case I want to send it off to to a urologist. Uh, but it is so like relatively small that it can cause a lot of internal issues. But when it goes, it just kind of goes like I'll feel it, but it may not hurt. Um, but I, I hit the pain meds hard, you know, like in, intentionally the way that they were, they were giving them to me every like four to six hours to the point that I was like loopy yesterday. I was nauseous, uh, didn't eat very much, pretty much all day, kind of halfway ate a bowl of chicken soup and some other stuff. And I just couldn't get up. I felt like crap. So I stopped taking those because I wasn't feeling the pain anymore. Um, that was the last pain pill I had was at one o'clock yesterday afternoon. Haven't taken one since. Haven't hurt since. I, I can feel like some pressure, which is now on my right side, which I hear is good uh, because that means it's moving like it's going where it's supposed to go because it's got to go from the kidney through the ureters to the bladder through the thing. Thanks for coming. Um but I'm, I'm, it's such a weird position. I'm now on, I'm not going to work tomorrow again, which is like my third day in a row. Uh, I'm not hurting. Like I, I feel weird, but I'm not hurting. I feel like I'm just like waiting it out. And I, you know, fortunately everybody I've talked to who has had them is like, yep. Like if they've had more than one or had the situation, they're like that, that's what it is. You literally, it's just a waiting game until it happens. So but yeah, that's where I'm at right now. That's why I'm here, honestly. Um, I'm not hurting. I'm just kind of... Now, importantly, <laughs> at some point in time, I might go by and <laughs> just disappear. Uh, living the dream, man. Yeah. Living the dream we all it's, wish we could live. It's a, it's a great time. How many, t- um, how many times I've liked to say on this show, bye, and just, <laughs> <laughs> and just stay disappeared. Um, oh, well. So, yeah. I'm glad you're okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was going to say in the sense that nothing is actively happening right now. And evidently, even when it does, like, it's probably not going to be again, comfortable, but I keep hearing the doctor even told me like two millimeters. He's like, it would have to be four times the size of that for me to be concerned. Like we'd have to be talking up around the eight millimeter range. That's when you start worrying about blockage. When you start worrying about it, like causing damage on the way out. Um, my dad had one of those many, many years ago, and, and he told me outright, he's like, I don't want to scare you, but it was the most painful thing I ever went through. Like, I passed out on the bathroom floor. It was a whole deal. Um, but two millimeters, I mean, my understanding is that, like, again, Sarah read through multiple accounts of people online who were like, I had one like that, and if I had not had something to catch it, I would never have even known when it when it came out. Like, I felt it, and it hurt, but, uh, you know, early on. But, so, yeah, that's... That's where I'm at right now. So that's why I'm drinking the cranberry juice. That's why I'm uh, doped up on azo pills, um, eating cranberries. Like I, it's been a very fruit filled couple of days for me. Dude. Also got a ton of like high fiber shit in my house now that apparently I don't need. <laughs> like I thought I did, and then because my doctor was like, "Oh, you constipated? Eat all kinds of." Food. I got fiber one cereal, man. I, I, <laughs> I got to buy the gallon. Like, uh, did <laughs> they give get you some? Did they give you some colon blow? Well, what you really want is the super colon blow. Right. That's the important part. You want the you yeah. want the good shit. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> and yeah, it, that, that was another thing. It never really came back around to that, but I started reading some stuff today that was like, yep, you know, this this uh, uh, kidney stones can cause constipation because it just fucks up your entire system in there. Um, or it can cause symptoms of, of constipation. Like it can, not to mention the, the pain medicine I'm on, I'm on causes it, the anti-nausea medication I'm on causes it. So yeah, um, you know, did that explain all of it up to then? Not necessarily. Uh, but importantly, again, when I started eating like a lot of fiber and that kind of related stuff, like I was using the bathroom, I just never felt empty. Yeah. It's cause I had a little calcium deposit bouncing around in my kidney. So knock on wood, I'm oh, shocked yeah. that I haven't had any issues like that. Considering how much coffee I drink and like, I don't, you I drink don't, a lot of water too though, right? I drink, well, I mean, at, at work now, especially, uh, I, I go yeah. through probably seven or eight bottles too, of water just, a day. Yeah. Yeah. I, I drink a hefty amount of water, but I mean, legitimately it reached a point where I come in in the morning, I turn on the coffee pot, I let it fill. Uh, and I had other people that were coming in and getting out of my, my workspace, uh, you know, cups of coffee, but it's, it's like stagnant. It's not the right word. It's sporadic. Like they come in sometimes they, sometimes they don't. Um, so there are days that not thinking about it, I just go over and refill it cause it's there, you know, and it tastes good and I can drink coffee. I'll be drinking coffee from like eight o'clock until straight up almost lunchtime like i'm finishing the last cup and then going to lunch so yeah i think one of my favorite parts about all this is every time you tell this story there's like always one person that challenges you on the coffee thing they're like oh i drink a lot of coffee and you go okay <laughs> I, I, I can just see it in your face you just go right. okay <laughs> uh, <laughs> and i also from what i understand is there's genetic component to kidney stones because like you said your dad had them yeah, uh, yeah. Some people are just more predisposed. I I wouldn't call it straight up hereditary. Um, that that's actually uh, so. What I was really concerned about when I started looking into the you know when I thought I was just constipated and all that. I told you guys before, and I think I told the story on the show. My dad has diverticulosis, uh, not itis. Fortunately, not not Brock Lesnar level itis, um, but the, basically the lower level diverticulosis where there's like little pockets in his colon, like something has stuck there too long and it caused a divot. And, um, Come to find out that shit's hereditary. And so I was freaking out because I'm like, great, this is this is exactly where I am now. And he got it, you know, when he was in his 60s and I'm going to get it now before I'm even 40. Um, but the doctor told me specifically after they did the CAT scan, he's like, nope, your colon looks fine. He's like, I mean, there there is like a little bit of like residual, for lack of a better term, without being too gross about it. But he's like, I mean, you know, if everything you've been taking has been related to that. Plus you've had this kidney stone. None of that surprises me. There's nowhere near enough of that for me to even be concerned about it. So right. yeah, no, no, the, the coffee thing is very funny to me too. Cause I'm like, no, I don't, I don't think you understand how much coffee I'm with. I don't understand why someone needs to challenge. Like, it's like, sometimes I feel yeah. like you can't tell a goddamn story in this group without one person stepping up and challenging some part of it. Like, let me and tell the goddamn story, Sometimes Tanner. Sometimes I'm that motherfucker. Yeah. Sometimes I start some shit and I'm like, why am I doing this? I mean, <laughs> it's fine. Just I'm, move past it. There's only, one, uh, there's only one person that doesn't. That's Bob. And Bob, that's because Bob hardly ever says anything <laughs> in general. Um, and I, like, uh, I take that back. No, you take that back because you know good and well if anybody said the thing they wanted to unalive themselves, Bob would be like, oh, yeah? How you going to do it? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't serious. You ain't serious. That is when he pops up. Uh, but I, I do think like that's been a thing with our generation in general for a little while is just the amount of like, yeah, it, it, well, it's a competition of like, you know, how worn out you are, how tired you are, like how well, much like, well, Jesse, as the oldest millennial point of pride. in the world, <laughs> I can tell you that I'm the most tired. 
Yeah. So like, it's just it's just a, a weird thing. Like, and I used to do that shit too. Just like, oh yeah, you think you're tired? This is what I have to do all the time. Like, oh yeah, you think your pa- mom's dead? Well, Santa, <laughs> <laughs> that's different. <laughs> I hit you on all levels. Um. Uh, yeah, no, like we have this like badge of honor surrounding exhaustion. Like, I was particularly like me and everybody that I knew that like in college. Uh, was really bad about it. I was like, oh yeah, you think you got it bad? I'm doing homework like 20 hours a week and I'm working a part-time job, blah, blah, blah. It took a long time for, for our whole generation to suddenly go like, that's not okay for nah, you I, or me. I still do it. <laughs> like, it's not- I still do it. And I notice I do it because right. when, when people talk about how busy they are, it was, they actually they do it for me. They always look at me and say, man, Shannon, how do you do anything? You're so busy, man, all the time. And it's not fun anymore <laughs> or funny. Now it's just a sad acceptance. And then, you know, you move on. And then now the rumor is that potentially this place that I work for, whatever that is, may have potentially <laughs> sold out to another company. Um, oh, and, they're, and they're not telling us. Potentially. Which I'll tell them what I've told them since the beginning. You motherfuckers double cross me. Or if I feel like you are going somewhere bad, it's two fingers. I'll head back to my little gaming paradise. It's literally waiting for me. I could go tomorrow. <laughs> And be back. You told them from the day you walked in, you hit them with that Kermit meme and said, if you hate me, then kill me or shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Um, Oh, fuck. I forgot the other thing I was going to say, but I I also, oh, uh, also, since we're talking about video games like 20 minutes ago, I also want to (laughs) mention Wild Hearts is also really good. If you're a Monster Hunter fan, but you hate all that Monster Hunter, get Wild Hearts. (laughs) Do you tire of sharpening your weapons every two minutes? Get wild yes. hearts. <laughs> no, uh, weapon, I, no. I did weapon download sharpening. the trial uh, to try it out, but I, I have honestly, that well, I can't say that I haven't gotten a chance. I've just between like Call of Duty and Fire Emblem, like those are two. Those are the two games that I've been pretty uh, consistent on. Like if I, if I've got time at night, like and you guys aren't online, I jump on Fire Emblem. Otherwise, I jump on Call of Duty. Do you like Monster Hunter, but wish it was somehow more Japanese? Get Wild Hearts. Oh no! But Shannon, you're is really the combat? Not, you're really not selling me on this. Well, game. hold on, hold on. Let me just say. Let me just say. When I say more <laughs> Japanese, it's not like goofy anime. I mean, like historical okay. Japanese. It's very samurai based. Okay. That, that's yeah. much. Yeah, I guess that's better than like animu. Uh, is, <gasps> is what I like to call it when something goes like just really leans into all those like hard anime tropes. What? <laughs> huh? Huh? Oh, and oh. I was I was playing so Fire Emblem Engage. I've been really really enjoying that game. It's a lot of fun. Uh, some of the story and cinematics have gone a little animu. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I've seen the main character. Really <laughs> leading into some of those tropes. There's a character that did like the fucking leaping into a uh, a bow apology thing. Like, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like, yeah. Goofy ass. Like the dive straight down into the the we're not worthy type thing. Yeah, because basically, you know, the the main character is effectively like the your your avatar unit is a deity in this world. Oh Jesus Christ! It's the dumbest looking fucking character I've ever seen in Fire Emblem, and that's saying something. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you're not wrong. That fucking hair. Whenever that character first leaked, the uh, the Fire Emblem community was like, "All right, there's no way this is legit," and they started calling that character Crest Chan. <laughs> 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 fucking uh, crest chan. Oh man. <laughs> so, yeah, like this 
this character like attacks you thinking like you know not knowing who you are or like what you are and then like once you reveal yourself as the divine dragon mm. uh this character like just jumps down into like this leaping bow like i'm so sorry oh, i hate it <laughs> i'm not Thanks, a f- i hate it it's it'll never be uh, so you're a big fan of fire emblem obviously everyone knows i'm a huge fan of castlevania there's a little known castlevania game well you may have heard of it but not a lot of people played it called castlevania judgment on the nintendo wii and it's a it's a one-on-one fighting game kind of like power stone if you if you've ever played that game um the the art direction for that game was done by the guy that did the manga death note so all the characters have that death note look and one of the characters in the game, Maria, uh, she is from Symphony of the Night, but this version of her is like little kid. Like she's like 10 or 11, 13, something like that. And her storyline like character, it, well, it gets worse because her character is that she is obsessed with breasts. So every time you fight a female character, she comments on the girl's breast size. And there's one character in the game, a succubus, so you know where this is going, where she just sees her and she's just like, oh, those are huge. Those are a gift from God. And it's the most cringy fucking thing. I don't know how you make me hate Castlevania, but Jesus Christ, I can see Shelby's skin crawling off of her body and leaving. (laughs) I've also seen like that. Because that's another one of those anime tropes that drive me fucking crazy. Like, either, like, uh, a, a girl, either because she's young or just because, like, she didn't get, she, she didn't get the, the, the dice roll for the big titties. Uh, like, every time they see a pair of boobs, they're just like, they freak oh. out about it. And I, immediately, I'm just like, okay. They're all Adam Sandler. Right. They're just, right. They're just like, oh. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's just another one of those tropes that annoy them out of me <laughs> yeah because there's a 50 50 chance as a young japanese anime character you either a size double d or e or you're just a flat as a sheet it's one or the other accurate. there's no in between there's <laughs> that, that is accurate yeah it's pretty bad last thing i said i was going to mention this so we're going to get to the top five for the night um i was reading on ign today i don't know if you guys saw this but the reports now say that the big Modern Warfare expansion they were putting out this year, because they didn't want to put out another game because of you know the market and all that, is now going to be another game set in the Modern Warfare universe. It's no longer an expansion. It is now a full-fledged game done by Sledgehammer in the Modern Warfare they, universe. They will spin it as, we were trying to make this like <clears throat> DLC, but it got too big. It's too big. It got too awesome. Yeah. It got too awesome. It's got to be its own Bro. game. Uh, Bro. Because like, originally, like the whole the reason that we weren't getting a game this year is because the, like the rotation got fucked up. Uh, that's like because we got, I think it was a uh, Cold War came out when Sledgehammer's game was supposed to come out, and that's if Treyarch. I remember right. Uh, yeah, Cold War is Treyarch. Yeah. Then Sledgehammer gave us Vanguard, right? And, and then, then Infinity, uh, Ward. Infinity Ward, but that was because it went like from. Black Ops 4, Modern Warfare, Black Ops Cold War, and then Vanguard, and then Modern Warfare 2. Right. So, like, Treyarch skipped uh, way ahead in their rotation because they only got basically one year off instead of the normal two. And they make the and best yeah, games. So. And I thought that was because, uh, that, like, so- something happened in, like, the development cycle where, like, Sledgehammer had to push theirs back. 
So, like, they got a ridiculous amount of time or, like, they scrapped their game or something like that happened. <laughs> and Sledgehammer got a ridiculous amount of time, and when they finally came out, like, we had Vanguard. Hey, easy. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, that that's that had the most development time, like, in Call of Duty for, all, like, basically since, what, Call of Duty 3? And... Yeah. Though no official details are out of as of this time, the Bloomberg report stated that the game would focus on a continuation of Modern Warfare 2 and its systems, but it will not be called Modern Warfare 3. So That's probably so this fine. Is what Halo ODST is it going to be? Like that's what I'm hearing. Yeah. It's like an expansion, but it's a full game. Here okay. It's Saints Row 4. I might be I might be okay with this if it's not full price. I was about to say, because ODST importantly released at $40. Yeah, but this is Call yes. of Duty. Right. So right. as long as they yeah. release it at $50, <laughs> because well, now, it's not a full game. <laughs> also, if if uh, if Microsoft gets all their clearance for all their bullshit, is this the kind of thing that they could go Game Pass? Oh, Put that on the Game Pass. It's not a brand new release. I mean, oh, okay, it is a brand new release, but it's not, it's not really a full game, but it is a full game, but it's not. We're going to kind of just... I mean, even if it, it was... Like Microsoft has been doing that since they did Game Pass. Like any any IP right, owned by Microsoft Studios, I'm treating it as it's Call of Duty. I'm, I'm treating it from that standpoint. Which uh, I mean, this is the one that's, that's been contentious because it's on a bunch of different platforms, and they just signed that deal with Nintendo. I said so they, they just they, announced they, you know, ten years of Nintendo Call of Duty too. Yeah, of Call I, of Duty on the Switch. Oh, yeah. can't wait for that watered down shit. I surely <laughs> like. I have to imagine like this deal is to get like a. Uh, uh, the Game Pass streaming app on the Nintendo Switch, and it needs like, to be I, there. I, yeah, yeah, it needs like, to be it, there because there's so many yes. other devices just like the Nintendo Switch that can run it. Because uh, I I have been watching a lot of like videos and information about like that stupid like so yeah that Game Boy mod that I did like where I get you know put a backlight and all this other cool stuff to my Game Boy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that has like sent me down this rabbit hole of like handhelds and emulation and all this other stuff, like and how many just cool ass fucking devices are on the market right now. Talk to Billy. And I'm sure Billy has been messing with a lot of them, but uh, a lot of the devices, like especially like the nicer ones, will run uh, like Game Pass streaming. And since you know it's got all the controls and everything built in, like it's like having you know a handheld Xbox. As long as you know the Wi-Fi is good enough and all that other stuff, and for a lot of them it is. So, yeah, Switch can absolutely do it. I don't see why they wouldn't be able to. Uh, I talked to them earlier. They said it's because you touch yourself at night. <laughs> or, well, importantly, Dave Belter had an update on that, and he said, or it's not because of that, or that has never happened at all, or Jesse's not even a person. We'll have to. We'll have to tune in on Friday to see what happens. I'm also, just really quick before we get to the top five, I'm so proud of the new Shannon for spending so much time talking about breast sizes and not talking about anyone on the cast. Let's give it up for me, honestly. Like, I I appreciate me. I was the only one what? that clapped, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> While you're doing it, let's keep it going for Christina Applegate. Oh, yeah, everyone have clapped for her. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Hunter, before we get to the top five, can you read off the, the nicknames uh, real oh, quick God. in case uh, we yeah, can't do tomorrow? 
feel like they haven't changed in a while. Well, we haven't done a show in 10 days, so. That's true. It's fresh to Uh, them. Ace Gray is the blown out hole. Uh, All right, let's just stop there. That's filthy. That's going to get us calls like Rihanna. Cody Sandusky remains the dick cycle. Um, (laughs) For some reason, I am new Homer screams. Yeah. Uh, Good old Jack McNeil is British Binks. Yeah. Uh, Jesse is... Jesse is Juan Valdez diarrhea. I don't know. Uh, All right. Kaz is Kaz is two second minute break. I don't know what that means. You you are still the sleep thing. Yeah. Shannon. Yeah. Um, there's two of those Jar Jar references on there because Steven is Jar Jar Wazoo. Uh, <laughs> that was the funniest damn thing. Tanner oh my god, he was dying. Ordinary. Uh, and Kirk is actually probably has the oldest one because he remains thoughtful system of pumping. So <laughs> I wish you guys. Jar Jar thing. I don't oh even remember God. what happened, but we bring up this mention of Jar Jar Binks and Stephen Bright in all his intoxicated glory goes wazoo. We were we were talking about the Simpsons. We were bringing up something about it was a. Uh, <laughs> I think you were quoting that part from The Simpsons where uh, it was uh, Mr. Sparkle. But no one said Mr. Sparkle. We were talking about Jar Jar at the same time. And Steven is just not the name. He just goes wazoo after we'd stopped talking about that. And we're like, that famous Jar Jar Binks quote. Wazoo, bruv. And then that was the same night we kept saying bruv Bruv. for everything. So it became British Jar Jar Binks, a.k.a. British British Binks. Binks. I don't remember Mr. Sparkle Sparkle saying wazoo. He makes some kind of like, Whoa, like sound effect. Yeah. And Steven took it as wazoo. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, Lord. Uh, all right. Lindsay, what's the top five? <laughs> oh, we're doing something simple this evening. Top five favorite movies from the 90s. Oh, is it favorite <laughs> movies? Yes. I thought it was favorite movie moments. Oh, I mean, you could do moments like i'll just i'll erase the i'll erase the moments and just go for the movies how about that were you that tired when you read it i i did read it i believe you but you read (laughs) extra you made it more context definitely did read it or according to dave Meltzer, i did not read it (laughs) it's honestly a little bit confusing all right so i haven't i haven't heard from jesse in a little while so let's start with shelby Okay. He swerved at the. He did the opposite thing. I swerved to swerve, bro. Mm-hmm. Double H, Triple H. Uh, I'm gonna start with the '90s movie that I watched so much I could probably, as a child, quote it. Uh, Balto. <laughs> yes. All right, I'm not laughing at the movie. I'm laughing at the fact that, all right, story time, Shelby. This one's for you. Working at Gaming Grounds, we had a dude come in once to trade in a PSP, right? So I have to test the PSP out. I turn the PSP on, and it's it's already on where he was. It's on what he was on. And it was a web page, and it was Balto uh, hentai stories. It was sex stories about Balto. And I remember no. thinking to myself, I didn't say anything about it. I didn't want to embarrass the dude, but I was like, dude, why would you trade this in? You were literally looking at Balto porn before you handed this to me. Why would you do that? Oh, very so bad. Very unfortunate for him. Yeah. <laughs> Related, do you remember the kid that brought in the PS3? Oh, yeah, Nazi Pony Boy. 
<laughs> that weird little motherfucker. Oh my oh, god. Super weird little dude. Such a strange little monster boy. Ugh. Balto. <laughs> that's a show that's a movie about a dog. Yeah, it's a what? movie about a dog who ends up going with a bunch of other people. Uh it's it, they're doing like this sled race style thing in order to bring uh medicine back to their town. Uh and he's mainly doing it for another dog whose little girl owner is very sick and in dire need of this medicine. Like, Fuck yeah, I'll do this. That's a, a lady out of this too. That's a quote from the movie too, right? Fuck yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dog shit, yeah, fuck yeah. That was well, also it was that thing that you saw on the PSP. Also, sure. That's also what that guy said when he read the Balto porn and started zipping his pants. Was like, fuck yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it right now. Let's uh, let's go. Wazoo! Let's go over to Jesse. Wazoo, bro. Okay, uh, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to fill this list with. Uh, a bunch of movies that haven't been brought up like on every other like even kind of similar list. Good luck, bitch. I was trying to do the same. I'm yeah. picking stuff that I haven't really done before. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to start with The Matrix. Oh, that's an obscure one. <laughs> I didn't say obscure, homie. I said something. Like, that doesn't come up on the show very often uh, except for the gag that always follows because everybody likes The Matrix. And then there's the the bit you, you where wish you know, they uh, never made any sequels. Yeah, you wish yeah. they made another one. Yeah. yeah, wish they would make another one. Uh, I never, I actually never did watch the most recent movie. I heard it wasn't as bad as the other two. Yes, you want to oh, the truth? Fuck, I forgot they. I've made never watched one. any of them. All right, the first one, well, okay, the first one's super dated CG and everything at this point, but it was like back in the '90s. Like we watched that shit on repeat. That movie was so much fun to watch. Like it was so good. So oh, it was on on my TV because my mom liked it, but because of the hype that got built up, I just got real. I want nothing to do with this. You sound like Shannon. I have I was also Oh wow, that surprises me. That actually yeah. is very surprising to me. It's it's one of my weird little. There's a handful of things that I'll they get brought up, and I go, you know, I never did get around because for years I never saw The Godfather. Uh, it was like five or six years ago. Sarah and I were on, on New Year's. We were at home. And some channel, when we still had cable, was showing, like, The Godfather, all three of them. And I watched the first two, and Matt Sism goes, do not watch the third one. You have a very unique opportunity to not see the third one. And so I didn't. And then to this day, I've seen both of them one time. But, yeah, the, the Matrix was one that also escaped me. And I distinctly remember borrowing it from somebody with the intention of watching it. And they kept fucking pushing it on me to the point that I was like, nah, fuck this. I don't want to watch this fucking movie. Take it back. And I didn't. I never watched it. I, I so had, I've never uh, gotten around to it. I went to go see... When, when did the Matrix come out? 99, I think? Something like that? First one? Yeah. That first one I thought it was like 97 or something like that. I think it was... It wasn't the first one. I want to say it was... Uh, oh, it was 99. Okay. It was, I think it was the se- it was either the second or the third one. But I was dating this girl in college named Vina. And we were going to go to the movies together. And we we I wanted to see Matrix. But she had never seen the rest of them. So... Uh, we were like, all right, well, we'll just go see the next movie that someone else goes to, and we'll just go to the same movie. And it turned out to be Holes with Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> I loved that book as a kid. Didn't that movie was Matrix. terrible. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't good. Uh, let's go to uh, let's let's go to Double H. Get him in now before okay. Tanner fucking crawls in in five minutes from a backwood fucking fishing oh. hole and bump fuck nowhere. 
This is, I did the exact opposite of Jesse. I'm like, there's no way I'm avoiding any of some very important stuff. So when any time 90s movies get brought up, the first thing that comes to mind for me is Jurassic Park. I, and I have it. to mention Jurassic Park <laughs> out of the gate. Yes, that's that's my because I mean my top like five tier rotates on a fairly regular basis, but most of my favorite movies are from the eighties. You're talking yeah. about Back to the Future. You're talking about uh, most of the Star Wars movies, Ghostbusters, obviously, yeah. Um, but Jurassic Park is very distinctly nineties, oh. and it's a movie that still holds up today, um, especially in terms of special effects. The story is still great. I constantly talk about how it's one of the rare examples of the book is good, the movie is good. They're not the same thing, and they're both nope. great. Uh, it, it is Sam just, Neil. Sam Sam Neil. That's really Sam all you need to say. Hmm. Sam fucking Neil. But yeah, hmm. yeah. Jurassic Park is is will is and will always be one of my all time favorite movies, I and mean, it is kind of the definitive nineties movie for me. Uh, I do want to mention. Speaking of Ghostbusters today, um, <laughs> you guys know this. You guys know Mimi, right? Well, uh, to- yes. today she said something to these other people, and it was like when someone asks you this, you say this. And I asked her, I said, well, what happens if someone asks you if you're a god? And she goes, what? I said, if someone asks you a god, if you're a god, you say yes. And she stares, and everyone stares at me, and they go, what do you mean? Oh, my God. Oh, God. I quit my job. I quit my job. <laughs> While I was laid up on the couch today, I let uh, we've been watching a lot of The Office because we kind of just fall asleep in The Office and let it run. But uh, today, while it was just me at the house, I was like, oh, man, I got to watch something else. So I started It's Always Sunny just running in the background, and I got to the episode where they're buying up all the gas. And I totally <laughs> forgot about all the Ghostbusters references the in Ghostbusters. that, and it ends with the Ghostbusters theme. Yeah. The Ghostbusters would never do this to each other. <laughs> the A-Team did it. Oh, no, Frank's. The, Frank's the muscle. The I'm Ghostbusters the did the looks. <laughs> what about D? She's the useless shit. You're the wild card. <laughs> exactly. Oh. You just keep being useless, D. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, oh, yeah. I, I think I only have one big block. Well, arguably two big blockbusters on here. I'm gonna start off with the best James Bond film. Don't at me, Asa. Goldeneye. Yep, had that on mine too. I have a very extensive list, so I can afford to lose stuff. <laughs> Goldeneye, it, it was the like I always liked James Bond. Don't get me wrong, he was always just cool. It was James Bond. I even liked James Bond yep. Junior. But it wasn't until Goldeneye. Well, don't give me that look. You not like James Bond Junior? What is James Bond Junior? You don't remember James Bond Junior? Yeah, it was a cartoon. animated series. Yeah. Oh no, I never and saw a very that. bad video game. Yes. But it was, admittedly, it wasn't really a great cartoon series. Either, it was but if bad. you grew up with it, like, yeah, nostalgic glasses. Yeah, that's right. totally different. Yeah. But the movie Goldeneye, that to me was like that was the first oh. James Bond movie I ever fell in love with. Pierce Brosnan will always be my James Bond, and not just Pierce Brosnan. It's easy to just point at him and say that's that's the best part. Robbie Coltrane right. was in it. He was fantastic. Of uh, Sean Bean. Uh, Sean Bean is that was the first thing I ever saw Sean Bean in, and yeah. his role of Alec Trevelyan was. Was so good. 006. Like, how often do we quote the for England, Alex? Yeah, that's that's the exact quote. For I England, had. James. Sorry. When I thought this was the moments thing, that was what I had. It was the for England, James. No, Alec. For me, and then he drops that motherfucker onto a satellite, yeah. and then drops the satellite on him. <clears throat> he, oh, and I'll never remember it word for word, but that quote that he says to him in the in the statue park, and the, you know, the, the the martini silence the screams of all the women you've let die over the years, and all that. It's just it's such a great I, monologue. I posted that actually um, <laughs> on my Facebook the other day. Let me let me find that uh, real quick because it is also one of my absolute favorite uh, quotes, and it's one of those things that 
Bond was always so um, untouchable when it came to how he treated women. When it, you know everybody, everybody just like, oh, that's James Bond. He's so cool. This was the first time that someone ever like called him out on it. This is the first time yeah. that someone ever like called out the fact that he's who he is. And the quote is, I might as well ask you if all those vodka martinis ever silenced the screams of all the men you've killed. Or if you find forgiveness in the arms of all those willing women for all the dead ones you failed to protect. God yeah. damn. Call the brother out, bro. He even guts him before that. He even guts him before that because Bond is like throwing it back at him saying he's doing all this so mad little out can settle a score with the world 50 years on. And Trevelyan goes, oh, please, James, spare me the Freud. Like, <laughs> it's such a good it's such a good bit man uh Fomke johnson's in that movie alan cumming is in that movie yep. uh don yep. don baker i think is his name was in them but there's just a yep. lot of good people in that fucking movie that to me yes. that that will always be the best james bond that's my first pick Goldeneye. also gave us one of the best pick. best fucking shooters of all time too Yes, a lot of anyway. people's introduction, like a you know every console player's introduction to shooters back in the nineties. Wasn't mine though. You know yep. what the first shooter I ever played was? Since we're on the topic, yeah. <clears throat> uh, LucasArts Outlaws. If anybody remembers that game, oh. old school western. Love that game. Anyway, Goldeneye was definitely my first shooter, and why I play inverted. Well, I'll never forgive uh-huh. him for that. Let's go to Lindsay. <laughs> Turns you into a freak. No. So the first one I'm doing, I only discovered probably within the last decade, but I really like it. It's the Red Violin. With it's Sam Jackson? Basically, yes, he is yeah. in it. Yeah. Um, it's basically starts off with people at an auction all wanting the same red colored violin, and it goes back through its history of when it was created and who it passed hands through, all the while kind of slipping back and forth between present and the violins past and leading up to the actual auction as to who ends up with it. It's a good movie. It's a good drama. I remember that was one of the first movies I ever saw with Sam Jackson where he wasn't playing the stereotypical Sam Jackson. And so it was, it was really unique. Yeah. That's a good movie. I always had an interest in that. And I I love the violin. The violin is my absolute favorite instrument. So it fits. I'm just a sucker for period pieces and music pieces. (laughs) Or as Vina called it, the fiddle. That's the second Vina reference tonight. Her ears are burning. I was about to say somewhere. Her ears are burning. Lindsay did not like Vina. Anyway, let's. <laughs> said she was mousy. Said she was mousy. She was mousy, to be fair. She was a interesting person. Let's go back to Shelby and get the attention off me and the things I say. Why? We can keep talking about No, no. Go ahead, Shelby. I'm interested in your films. They're always the best. Alright, Silence of the Lambs. The only horror film to ever win a Best Picture Oscar. And the only reason it won it is because they didn't call it a horror film. Yep. I always think that it's an 80s movie. I don't know why. In my head, that thing came out in 89. Indeed, it was 91. All-time classics. Shelby, tell me about the Silence of the Lambs. Really? Um, I also really like Anthony Hopkins is like one of my favorite actors, so just having him in that role just—he did so good. I think you're really overlooking. um, Oh, what is his name? He played Buffalo Bill. Ted Levine. 
Is that his name? Chad Levine. Yeah. yeah. He was so he's he's really like the unsung hero of that film. Well, not hero. He's he's a monster. But he was like everybody was was giving Anthony Hopkins all the attention. They they ignored Ted Levine. He's such a good actor and he's so good in that movie. He's got that famous quote. It put. I'm not gonna do the voice. You get what I'm saying. <laughs> you know the quote I'm gonna do. Yeah. Jesse, Jesse, do the quote. No, I'm not gonna do the quote. Jesse, we'll do the quote a little bit. No, uh, lotion basket hose. Uh, <laughs> You need more. It does what it is told. Shelby, give me one of those Anthony Hopkins little. I can do that. I'm sure he's talking instead about the the. Would you? Would you fuck me? I assumed that's what he wanted Jesse to say. I'd fuck me. And the, my favorite part was going to be when Jesse's like, I'm not going to do it. And then he just drops it and pulls up the tube of lipstick. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Uh, let's let's go to Jesse. Currently. Oh, currently. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. My next one's gonna be one of my favorite comedy films of all time. It's from the nineties. Hot shots. Tommy Boy. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> Tommy Boy is it's, it's 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 my favorite Chris Farley movie. Like I said, it's one of my like favorite movies in general, like I'll just throw that on in the background, and yeah. it's it's great. It's just a wonderful film. Of all of Chris Farley's best movies, it's the only one. <laughs> um, Man, that's not true. Also- I loved Almost Heroes. <clears throat> Almost Heroes is a fantastic movie. Me and Kevin. What about and- Beverly Hills Ninja? No, no, that's a terrible <laughs> film. Black, Black Sheep was okay. I liked it better uh, it when was, it was called Tommy Boy. Exactly. Because uh, that's straight up like, hey, you liked the plot of Tommy Boy? <laughs> Let's do it again. Let's do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Run it back. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I, as a kid, I loved Beverly Hills Ninja, though. I don't know why that movie. I that just oh, cracked me up. I didn't. I couldn't. I don't know why it never. And I was stupid when I was younger too. Stupider than now. <laughs> and I still just it just did nothing for me. But uh, almost heroes though. That's the shit right there. <laughs> almost heroes is good. Uh, uh, but Tommy Boy is is the best Chris Farley movie, and it is just fantastic. Speaking of of Beverly Hills Ninja, though, I do want to mention because I don't think I'm not going to go out on a limit here and say does anyone have Mortal Kombat on their list? No, I didn't think so. However, Mortal, I, Mortal Kombat it, it legitimately a good movie, yeah, and it's got Robin Schuler, who was also right, in I Beverly Hills the Ninja. I love the hell out of it in the '90s because, importantly, this is not the best movies in the '90s. It's your this favorite movies, right. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I actually did, in fairness, I am I absolutely loved both Mortal Kombat movies in the '90s. No, I rewatched both of them <laughs> uh, in like the 2010s, and I was like fuck was wrong with me now one still i i would i argue one still holds up one is still good like is it bad of course it is but it's good bad part annihilation yeah. was just bad bad yeah no mortal Kombat. like i i still like i enjoyed watching it enough uh like i enjoyed watching it enough that i gave annihilation a shot it's so bad it's so so bad shannon what he just he just pulled the arms he off. pulls the arms off to fight better the metal arms that yep. he got also, my favorite quote from that movie, and I know it's been done to death, but it's just that whole, Mother, you're alive. It's too bad you will die. Oh, God. It's... I'm making my it's penis so, soft. so, so bad. Um, Why was it... Hard? Never mind. I don't want to know. 
Oh, good. Oh, look at that. That's a cat in the box. He's got a kitty in a box. Yeah. Cat in the plastic bin. <laughs> They're obsessed with it. Let's go to uh, Hunter. Oh, uh, I'm going to do the only animated movie that I would ever put on any of these lists, whether it was 90s or not, and that is Aladdin. Aladdin was legitimately one of my all-time favorite movies. Um, It's definitely my favorite Disney movie. Uh, It's really no contest. Um, Yeah, I I spent a... a, I wore that fucking videotape out. Like, I I got the old-school clamshell one, which I know my parents still have somewhere, uh, and that, that bad boy got wound and rewound and wound again. To the point that, like, I think when I first started doing, like, voices and, and thinking, like, that kind of stuff was fun, I was imitating those characters. I distinctly remember doing Iago a lot, which I'm sure my dad just loved. The Nate? Gilbert mm-hmm. Gottfried coming Jaffa. out. Like, <laughs> Ten-year-old, yeah. you know? <laughs> what is this? What kind of kid plays with this? You know, it's that it's just dumb. Anyway. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I fucking loved that movie. There's I, a great I can't movie. say good things about it. So yeah, Aladdin was always one of my favorite Disney movies. Like it was probably of the Disney films my favorite growing up. Uh, yeah. Well, like none like of the that. songs miss. Like all of those are great. You know, later when I learned that they had cut songs, I got really excited, and then I heard the cut songs, and I went, "Nope, that makes sense." Because those would not have. They were fine, but they just would have not made sense in the in the flow of the 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 movie. But. Yep. There's a there's a lot said about the live action one. I I still love the live action one. I it's my favorite, but I, I won't criticize anyone. Obviously, that likes the cartoon better. I mean, it's you know, but one thing I think the live action did that I wish the cartoon did more was they presented Jasmine as a more full, intelligent character as opposed to just yeah. the princess. Um, the but, cartoon did well, a little bit better for that in uh, or the the TV show, I should say. I yeah. Even even the movie did a pretty good job of like he comes up with a little plan toward the end on her own and is like actively fighting against you know yeah I certainly wish that that she had fought a little harder in the beginning or that her dad wasn't such a dick he was such um, an idiot but, what a dumb dumb <laughs> I love that at the end so much of this could be fixed at the end when he's just like oh I can just change the law all right well changed <laughs> done <laughs> come on man they had to go through the journey first to earn it they had the hero's journey they had to earn it yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hate the live action one. I, I'll never like it as much as I love the original. But again, I legitimately came out ninety two. I was seven, so yeah, I I literally grew up with the original. So. Uh, one that I grew up with. Speaking, we talked about Mortal Kombat earlier, and that was a Paul W S Anderson film. Um, another Paul W S Anderson film, which is actually one of my favorite movies of the nineties. Do you know which one it is, Lindsay? Can you guess it? No, you can't. Can you? Hunter knows it. I can't. <laughs> Paul W. S. Anderson from the nineties. Yeah, because I don't pay attention. Resident Evil didn't come out in the nineties, did it? Names. It, 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 it's one of his only non-video game adaptations. This is an original story. Oh, uh, Phantom of the Opera. He did Phantom of the Opera, didn't he? No, that was Joel was Schumacher. That was Schumacher. Schumacher. Wait, was Shit. wait That's, was Phantom was of the Opera in the nineties? <laughs> so. No, it was the two early two thousands. No, it was two thousand. Okay, good. Because oh, okay. it's not about. I was in college. It's uh it's uh the Event Horizon. Oh shit! I was thinking uh, yeah, 2004 that. for Phantom of the Opera. Uh, you're right. I did know that, but I always forget about that because he Paul W. Sanderson is so inextricably tied to Resident Evil in my head that I, I just regularly forget that he did Event Horizon. Yeah, Event Horizon. Sure that is a really good uh, kind of underappreciated cult favorite. Now it did do well when it came out. Also had yeah. Sam Neill for the record. Yep. Also and Lawrence Fishburne. Yep. 
Um, well, everyone made so much about Alien, and, and not that it's not true, but they made so much about Alien being a, a haunted horror, you know, haunted house horror movie in space. It's like, but this is this that is the too. legitimate, oh, yeah, or like, like yeah. On, on an existential level. Like Jesse, horrifying. have you ever seen Event Horizon? You have not. No, Shelby, have you seen Event Horizon? Good. It'll fuck you up. Yeah, if we haven't, we need to watch it one of these days because the basic storyline, I won't spoil too much, but the basic premise is there is a ship that disappeared called the Event Horizon, a spaceship, and it just disappeared. And now it's reappeared. And it it was developing some kind of warp core that would basically uh, bend space. So the way they describe it is he takes a sheet of paper and folds it in half and sticks a pencil through it. It basically bends space so you can travel faster than the speed of light. And it disappeared. So it comes back and this team goes to investigate it and it actually literally went to hell. And now it's back and it's fucking twisted. It's so good. Jesse, if if nothing else is a Mass Effect fan, you'll like it. You'll like it for that. It is it's kind of like a like a nineties Mass Effect horror because I've been aware of the movie's existence. I've just yeah, I've never seen it. I'd I'd definitely be down for a movie night. Yeah, I'm a baby. It made me cringe, but it was still really, really good. It's a classic. It's an all-time classic. Yeah, it's one of my one oh, of my yeah. absolute favorites. And Sam Neill gets to play. Well, I don't want to spoil it because we'll watch it sometimes. So let's just uh, <laughs> let's go to Lindsay. All right, we're gonna go to a terrible one that I absolutely was obsessed with when it came out. Batman Forever. Uh, forever's <laughs> Forever's not the worst one, at least. Forever's okay. I know, yeah, but it's, not it's still Batman not good. Problem. And and who is it directed by? Schumacher. Uh, Joel Schumacher, right? Schumacher. Okay. Did that, the, yeah, he did the later two. Yep. He did that one and Batman and Robin. Yeah, because yep. Phantom of the Opera, he said, was like his apology for Batman Forever and <laughs> Batman and Robin. I mean, look, worth noting that Batman Forever did at least give us that that wonderful moment between <laughs> Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones, where Tommy Lee Jones said he could not sanction his buffoonery. <laughs> like, that's what led to that whole thing. So it's worth bringing up. And, and, uh, and you know, I, I didn't hate Forever. Forever was fun. I mean, it, it was stupid in comparison to you know the previous two. But I mean, people kind of stop. There, there's not enough acknowledgement given to the fact that Batman uh, Returns is also kind of stupid. Like the, yeah. the Penguin stuff and the Catwoman stuff is all kind of yeah. Because uh, if you the, 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 cat, the Catwoman stuff is like cr- super cringy. Well, so yes. is the Penguin uh, thing. This default you go from being a mobster. To a deformed guy living in the sewers, befriended by penguins, like it was very strange. It was just it had yeah. that dark uh, Tim yeah. Burton uh, look that that made it. It, it very much had like it, it. Everything on there was like full Tim Burton. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. And at Christopher Walken. Uh, it, but yeah, the the other two films, I actually like. I enjoyed those quite a bit. Like I was the target audience for those films. And I enjoyed them a lot when they came out. I remember leaving the theater for both of them, and my dad was pissed. Because uh, <laughs> they were after, just silly as hell. <laughs> yeah, and it, he's you know he's been a big Batman fan since like the like since the sixties. Uh, like he's been really really into Batman. Oh, then he ain't and, got shit to say. <laughs> uh, like yeah, because he actually did like the Adam West show. <laughs> But, uh, like, I feel like he understood those were kind of goofy and fun and campy. But, you know, this was the 90s. He was still actively reading Batman. And 90s Batman was edgy as shit. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he was he was pretty disappointed with those films. And I, I enjoyed the shit out of them. Going back and watching them years later, they were terrible. 
and then rewatching them under the uh, like I really love the fan theory that these are uh, films Batman in movies. Yeah, they're Batman movies yeah. in that universe. Yep. Which makes and more like, sense. Yeah, and, you know that like that's where you have the whole like fucking product placement of the bat Holy guard. rusted <laughs> metal Batman. What? The floor. It's it's all rusted. <laughs> It's but that <laughs> Batman Forever, Batman Forever specifically though, it had uh, Nicole Kidman as one of my favorite my favorite names of a character, Doctor Chase Meridian. Chase Meridian, mm-hmm. it's a yep. good name. Yep. Uh, good name. Drew Barrymore and Debbie Mazar or Mazar, I don't know how to pronounce last name. That's Sugar and Spice. It's yep. so much better than Batman and Robin, where Vivica A. Fox, who's not actually A. Fox by the way, was like I forget what her <laughs> name was, but she was. She was everybody in fucking uh, Mister Freeze's gang. They lived in an ice box. They all dressed up as like hockey goons, and they're sitting around watching Frosty the Snowman and shit. It's so they were fucking watching dumb. a year without a Santa Claus because it was Snow Miser. Oh, it's so yeah. dumb. It's so bad. <laughs> As a kid, though, like that shit cracked me up, and I loved Arnold Schwarzenegger in that role. Of course, he's like, fucking <laughs> iconic. You're not going to send me to the cooler. Ice cool, Time for chill. It's so great. Uh, like I said, there was like wa- like watching them when I was a kid. I fucking loved both of those movies. I'm right there with Lindsay. I enjoyed the shit out of them. I uh, I, I love that Tommy Lee Jones. Obsessed. I remember watching like three hours of QVC that they were like just oh, putting QVC. out movie product stuff QVC. and showing clips <laughs> from the movie. Uh, the part of also, Batman and Robin I can never forgive though is the the one shot where Robin has to come back out of the water he's fallen into and the cheap motherfuckers just reversed the shot. <laughs> <laughs> they just played it in reverse. Like, you can see the water like splashing back in. Come on, man. Fine. You couldn't have him just stand up. <laughs> they got the shot they wanted. Uh, <laughs> I also I really hated Chris so O'Donnell as Robin. Like oh, in, in like both Chris films, O'Donnell. I like Chris O'Donnell. I just didn't like him as Robin. Like he Robin. was. I okay. I hated that at the time. I didn't hate it because I just you know I didn't know any better. As I got older, I'm like, yeah, that was a terrible casting choice. But then they introduced Damian Wayne, and I went, oh shit, they figured it out before he ever came about as a character. <laughs> and <laughs> he's just Damian. He should have been Damian. And do you remember who they originally cast as Robin in Batman Returns? Marlon Wayans. Marlon Wayans. Marlon Wayans. I remember Burton. you telling me about that. Yeah, yeah. that would that would have been very fun to see. They also yes. had to pay out Billy D. Williams because he was contractually uh, signed to play mm-hmm. Two Face, and they were like, Harvey "Well, Dent. we'd rather have Tommy he, Lee Jones." He was, well, he was Harvey Dent. In, he was Harvey. I guess it was uh, in Batman Returns, right? He wasn't in the first one. He was, was in the, he first, in the first, one? first one. It was the first one. Yeah, I couldn't yeah, remember. He was in the first movie just there. as Harvey Dent. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, and then they were like, "All right, well, here's Two Face," and, and then they were like, "Well, we'd rather have Tommy Lee Jones." So here's some money. Go buy some Colt forty five. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> let's uh, let's go over to Jesse. We can't talk about look, kids. We can't talk about the Batman forever. Oh uh, fuck! We- oh fuck! You skipped Shelby, didn't you? Oh yeah, I did. But what is no one gonna applaud my? We can't talk about Batman forever, Joe. Batman forever. Come on, Shelby. It was good. It was good. We were all all worried. We were all stuck on that. All right, Shelby. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Fight Club. Well, uh, don't talk about it. Yeah. (laughs) First rule. That's first rule, dude. It's also the second rule. <laughs> <laughs> My f- yeah, uh, so 
I can't pretend like I didn't have a Fight Club phase. I, I feel like most people would act did. like they didn't have a Fight Club. Some people will just tell you straight up, I didn't. And that's whatever. But if, if you can tell that's that they're another one I've never watched. 100%. And that's different. If you've never seen it, that's one thing. But I was right at the perfect ripe age going into college when this thing, you know, yeah, really got super popular. Not when it came out, but uh, the two things I remember most about the film is Jared Leto was in it, and mm-hmm. uh, he was the pretty boy who wasn't pretty by the end of it, and fucking Meatloaf <laughs> as Bob. His name was Bob. Yeah, um, his name was Robert Paulson. Hormone disorder. Robert Paulson. The yeah. the other day I was at the office and uh, I met with a patient and. He saw me and he immediately went, I was just listening to Meatloaf earlier. You look just like Meatloaf. And I went, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, which Meatloaf? Younger, slightly less ugly say, Meatloaf? There's, there's a version of Meatloaf or, that that's a great compliment. Right. Or like current Meatloaf. <laughs> Didn't he die? Fight. He's been dead. Oh, yeah, yeah he's dead. That's that's a joke there. Fight Club came out in 99. I started college in 2003, so it was a few years later, but that was when it was really hitting the, like, it's in the DVD bins, like, it's super popular on the college campuses. Because I remember we watched that, um, one I'm not going to say because it's coming up on my list in a little bit, uh, uh, Super Troopers, and, like, three or uh, Office Space. We watched all of these things just on repeat over and over um, to the point, and this is the most fucking Fight Club 2000s, early 2000s, late 90s thing I can tell you. I distinctly remember, and I had to look up the quote, my AIM handle, because you remember you could change your, your AOL Instant Messenger handle like anytime. My fucking AIM handle was Jack's Smirking Revenge for a distinct period of time. <laughs> and I thought that I was the coolest motherfucker on the planet. <laughs> oh, Until I changed my Xbox handle to Hunter. Moroccan Bad Kermit. <laughs> that was it. That was when I finally gave up the title. Yeah, you had to. Um, <laughs> damn it! I had a great segue, a Fight Club segue to Jesse, and I don't remember what it was. Let's, let's just go to Jesse. <laughs> I, I put a I put a great picture of you in the the, the I, channel. I, I swear to God, if it's that guy with the pants halfway up to his nipples, <laughs> <laughs> with the it's moose not. knuckle, it's no, not. It's not. It <laughs> doesn't look anything fucking like me. It really does oh, not. Oh my god! Oh, it's, it's he's a white guy with long hair. That's it. All of us look alike, and I liked Meatloaf. Don't get me wrong, Meatloaf is cool as hell. All right. Well, Jesse, according to some people, when I looked at that, I actually just saw you as well because you and Janet are just clearly twins. I thought you were just posting one of your headshots. Back when he had long hair, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, all right, uh, I, I feel like I've got, I've got to mention Happy Gilmore. I'm gonna do. That. I figured you would. Yes, <laughs> yep. uh, my white ha- ass ball. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, you t- like I talked about like Tommy Boy. That's a, that's you know one of my all time favorite movies. Happy Gilmore is right there with it. Like I will regularly because right now it's it's back. Like whatever streaming service has it will be my most used streaming service for however long it has it. Because, because like I, watching it. yeah, I'll just throw it on. Uh, I mean, I guess right now I'm, I'm watching through The Simpsons, so Disney Plus is there. But uh, Hulu's right behind it because right now they've got Happy Gilmore. Uh, is that is that the, your yeah, favorite like, uh, Sandler film? Yeah, yeah, that's my favorite Sandler film. More so than Madison. I assumed that or Billy yes. Madison was coming up. Yeah, uh, yeah like know. I like Billy Madison, but it's actually like probably my fourth favorite sandler movie from the 90s uh oh wow. can i can i guess it 
Is it um, Happy Gilmore? Yep. W- Water Boy. Yes. Well, uh, Wedding, Wedding back Singer? and forth with number three. There's the yeah, that's the okay. Wedding Singer. Hey, Flock yeah, that, of Seagulls. Oh, somebody kill me, please. Somebody kill me, please. Yeah, I I would always have to put Billy Madison on top. But again, Happy Gilmore was one of those movies that I've seen Billy Madison a million times. I've seen Happy Gilmore like once. Oh, I love Happy Gilmore. I don't know why. And I liked it just fine. It just never came across my radar regularly. For me, it was uh, Christopher McDonald, though. As, as Shooter yeah, McGavin. Shooter McGavin. Hey, pieces of shit yeah. like you for breakfast. No. No. Gold jacket, green jacket. Who, who gives, gives a, a shit? shit? Oh, Carl Weathers is in that fucking movie too. Yes, he is. It's all in the hips. <laughs> it's all in the hips. He may have got your hand, but I got that bastard's eye. <laughs> he got my hand, but I got that bastard's eye. Yeah. Uh, yeah, then, like, you've got just, like, the, oh, shit, what is the name of the, his boss, like, his construction worker Uh, boss? Richard, uh, it starts with a K. He was also in Bond. He was, uh, Jaws. What was his name? Richard I K. Think something. But, yeah. Uh, uh, your yeah. ball landed on my foot. That's two thus far, shooter. <laughs> oh, look, you can count. And you Richard can Keel. count on me waiting for you in the parking lot. <laughs> Run, hey, shooter, shooter, I think his, you forgot your nine iron. <laughs> in his uh, gun won't kill people, I kill people t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. Uh, yeah, like I'll just, I'll put it on like this is the same thing like I said with Tommy Boy, like it's just running in the background. Oh. I will also play it when I'm going to sleep. Let's, like, uh, let's, great- <laughs> let's not forget Ben Stiller in that movie. He will go to oh, sleep or God. I will put you to sleep. Does <laughs> anybody else's fingers hurt? I enjoy Ben Stiller oh, when he's fuck. being a psychopath in oh, films. That's a good. Uh, oh, you know, a dynamite trophy! Hey, you, uh, you guys know that Mista Meester lady? I uh, think I just killed her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and, and yet, like, don't get me wrong. I really like Billy Madison. It's just like uh, I really do. I love Waterboy. Uh, Wedding Singer is probably number two. Uh, and then I just really, really like Waterboy, too. I, I think I'm with you. I think I like Happy Gilmore more than Billy Madison, but I love both of them. They're my two favorite Sandler films. Um, I haven't watched a Sandler movie in a long time. There's a reason for that. And he's made some good ones, too, like actually good movies. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, like his last two films have been like legitimately great. And Punch Drunk Love uh, was really good. A lot of people forget about that because it was still during that Sandler period where he was making the dumb comedies. And, uh, and honestly, if you like Punch Drunk Love, you really need to see oh, what is it? Cutting Diamonds? That no, it's not Cutting Diamonds. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the one where he's a jeweler, and I can't think of the name of it. But that was a fucking great movie. Yeah. Uh, um, oh my god, what is it called? It's something Diamonds. Uh, yeah, I know which one you're talking about, but I can't think of it. Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. That's yeah. It. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yep. Uncut Gems is phenomenal, and Hustle is also really, really good. I've heard very good things about Hustle. I haven't seen it, but yeah. Uh, speaking of hustling, Hunter, let's hustle. <laughs> That's something I do. Uh, Scream, the original Scream, legitimately one of my all-time favorite horror movies. Um, it's something I pretty well watch, like like Halloween regular watching is Ghostbusters one and two, Beetlejuice, Scream. The Shining, you know, somewhere in there. It's not as many horror movies as, as most people probably put in their list, but uh, the first Scream was the first 
horror movie I really got into. I realized, of course, years later, I wasn't getting all the references. So it was kind of fun to have like the metal one and then go back and see where they were pulling all the different things from. Um, an incredible fucking cast. Just just so good. Uh, no matter how good some of the later sequels have been, because some of them have gotten significantly better, they, they're never as good as that first one. That first one just really takes the cake. Yeah. So, yeah, quintessential 90s horror movie to me. I would agree yeah, with I mean, that. I love Scream when it came out. It was one of my, my absolute favorites. And, you know, like everybody was dressing as Ghostface for... Zach still uh, does. Zach ever. still does. Zach's <laughs> listening right now. I was going to say, that Dressed as Ghostface. A he's, whole thing, yeah. He's dressed as Ghostface right now, listening to this, hugging, Just nodding, hugging yeah. his knife, and smoking yes. <laughs> marijuana. And, uh, you know, for like heavy set children, that was a pretty spectacular Halloween costume. <laughs> oh yeah, I always wanted, I always wanted to go as Fat Ghostface. <laughs> I think he's just Ghostface, Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. What was your question? Uh, it was about food. I don't want to ask it anymore. <laughs> Uh oh shit it's me. Uh f- Friday. Yeah, that's damn, a spectacular that's a film. Yeah, Friday. God it is. I, I, I had a customer named Felicia today and I had to try really <laughs> hard. Tell her bye. <laughs> bye Felicia. <laughs> I, I wanted to and I didn't. <laughs> what, yeah, that was one that like I nearly put on my list was like, no, I guarantee Shannon is gonna pick this film. How you gonna get fired on <laughs> your day off? What was you <laughs> What are you sealing boxes for? You building a fort? That movie, oh my god! I, I probably watched that movie a million times. My mom hated that I loved that movie so much, but then she found it funny eventually. Um, it, it, it's it's probably my favorite comedy of the '90s, and I, I got so much from it. And I was so big into like hip hop and and like just the the scene. And Friday was like I don't know, it was just such a good movie. And it's all star cast with Ice Cube, uh, uh, fucking Chris Tucker, Debo. Everyone Debo. knows Debo. Yeah, it was. Uh, come around here messing with these people. You want some too, old man? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Shannon, that's the beauty of it. I grab a dog, I choke him, I kick the shit out of him all day long. Put up a dog's ass, just bang, bang, bang. That's my pleasure. <laughs> well, you ain't got to worry about getting oh, about God. catching dog. You have to worry about a dog catching you by the ass. Catch your ass. <laughs> Smell your shit for 22 years. You can smell my five minutes. Get in here. <laughs> like a bunch of sp- just every line, man. A bunch of spiders having a meeting on his head. <laughs> God damn. That's another one that they. I wish they had made. Uh, I wish they made a second oh, one. Shit. You know, <laughs> right? Yeah. Every one of them after that. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> Smokey back here taking a shit. Ezel. Well, I ain't gonna tell nobody else. <laughs> It's a good soundtrack too. All right, so yeah, oh, uh, we lost all of our white listeners. Let's go to yes, we did. Let's go to Lindsay. True. Bring them back, Lindsay. Well, so, so you can bring back the white listeners. Yeah, bring them back. Uh, well, we're gonna go back to uh, Ben Stiller being a psychopath with heavyweights. There they are. There's the white people. Yeah. Welcome back, Fred. <laughs> just play the "Welcome Back" Cotter theme song right here. Josh Shinfield just back, came back. We appreciate back, it. Welcome back. Oh. Oh, I, I barely remember Welcome Back, Cotter. No, that's not the movie. What'd you say? Heavyweights. Heavyweights. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I threw I, you off with Cotter. I enjoyed that movie a lot as a kid. It had Keenan Thompson. Very young Keenan Thompson. I did uh-huh. not see this movie when I was a kid. And it was, God, probably just a couple. I think it was during uh, COVID, during lockdown. 
Um, Sarah was looking for something to watch, and she was like, "Oh shit, heavyweights!" And I'm like, "The what now? What's happening?" And she was I one of those. I love like, all the stupid what? jokes in You've it. Never seen so we watched it. It was fun. Yeah, I, I, I didn't I didn't dislike it at all. She has a much greater attachment to it because she saw it as a kid. But uh, yeah, I don't I don't dislike it. And that was a great movie. I I enjoyed the shit out of it as a kid. I like yeah. Ben Stiller. I'll say it. I'm not afraid to say it. I liked Ben Stiller, and then I came back around to liking him again when he stopped being in everything. But there was a there was a period of time, man, where he was in too many things, and not very many of them were good. I I that, was not uh, I that was not a fan. Kid was was awful. What was that movie he did? The real famous <laughs> one. There's something about Mary. I wasn't a fan of it. I didn't think it was that funny. Yeah, it was okay. It didn't leave anything to the imagination at all. Nope. No, it was I also very was clearly not a huge fan of Meet the Parents. Yeah. yeah. Never watched it. Was never a big one. Never watched it. And certainly like not three... a fan of Meet the Fockers. No, it had like Blander. three good moments, and people quoted the shit out of them over and over to the point that it was like, okay, but if, if you're going to have a movie that's quotable, I need I need it Friday style. I need everything to be quotable. Yeah. Not yeah, just, I, need, the, like, you know, I need more than can you milk me, Greg? Yeah, yeah right. there it is. Yeah, that's the, that's the uh, whole thing. Let's go to Shelby. Shelby, we're at an hour and 20 minutes, so let's uh, let's... Let's go into Look, we haven't mode. had a show in 10 days. It's allowed to be a little longer. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be 10 days long. <laughs> no, no, no. We're going to go one by one. Go ahead. All right. Edward Scissorhands. Yay. Not to I be like. confused with the porn parody Ed- Edward Penis Hands, which is a real thing. <laughs> which you bring up every time we bring up every Edward time. I just want everyone to know. Not to be That was that a Tim Burton film? Yes. Okay, that was back when Burton was hitting on all cylinders. He was doing good stuff before he fell the fuck off. Um, also, oh, had Vincent yeah. Price and went on a writer, right? Wasn't she in it? Yep. Oh, yeah. crush that crush button! I had such a big crush on one on a writer. I still do. And uh, Anthony Michael Hall was in it. He's all right. And... Vincent Price. Vincent. It was Vincent Price's last role. Fitting. It's been a long time since I've seen Edward Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands was kind of I watched it at least once a year. I don't know, man. I I go back and I watch some of the Tim Burton films now, and I just, I don't know, maybe in my time's past, I just, I don't, they're a little too something. I I can't put my finger on it. There's definitely a certain mood. Yeah. Like, yeah. I still watch Beetlejuice annually. Like It doesn't have that same It It has a lot of Tim Burton. To it, like maybe not Edward Scissorhands, but yeah, I agree. I agree with both of you. I I totally see where Shelby's coming from. If Beetlejuice does not have that same, I don't know, aura that the other Burton films has, like it's certainly more comical and not as like Johnny Depp's not in it for one, which is a plus. It's yeah, it's got Alec Baldwin instead. It's got Michael Keaton and Michael Keaton, wonderful actor. You can see him as the Batman. Quick update, in case you're wondering. have not passed it yet. Anyway, moving on. Ouch. <laughs> All right, moving on. You heard him. Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm going to do <clears throat> Men in Black. Here, here they come. Damn. <laughs> here comes the Men in Black. Here come the Men in Black. Hell yeah. Galaxy. I Defenders. fucking loved this movie as a kid. Like everything from the noisy cricket to like. I also. Uh, the cars, like the old busted land. Oh, that was Men in Black. What times you flash a thing, me, Kay? <laughs> I I have not heard it pointed out enough that to me 
Men in Black is the 90s version of 48 Hours with Eddie Murphy and, and Nick Nolte. Like it's 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 the same basic. It's a premise. buddy cop film, yeah. Old cop, yeah. Young, young cop, young black cop, yeah. and then older white cop. Uh, just you know, on an intergalactic level, one's kind of old and grumpy. One is is trying to change up the status quo. I don't think it gets pointed out enough, but it's not. And I don't mean that in a bad way because right. Forty Eight Hours is a fucking great movie. It's a fantastic. Movie. Um, Men in Black was the one that I that I grew up with too. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a yeah, good love, choice. Love that fucking Here's, movie. Uh, right. Love the cartoon. The cartoon, like the intro to the cartoon, is still one of like my all-time favorite like cartoon intros. Ever. Here's here's what I don't get about Men in Black, and it took me so long to figure out that, that this bothered me. The part where Jay is getting his first weapon, and Kay scolds him, is like, "Nah, you you know that's a big boy gun. Here, take this." And he hands him the noisy cricket, which is the humor is, is that it's small and therefore you can make fun of it. It's also the most dangerous gun there because it can blow entire yes. like buildings apart. So why the fuck would Kay give him the noisy cricket instead of a normal gun? The, the entire idea because, is like looks can be deceiving. Like that's everything that Men in Black is trying to show you. Yeah. Okay, but Jay, but Kay yeah. knew what it was. Yeah. <laughs> so why would he give it to the rookie? What like what difference does it make which extremely dangerous weapon he gives them? Well, I assume the other guns aren't gonna blast. I mean, you remember when Kay shot uh, Tony Shalhoub in the head? He didn't blow the entire building apart with it. <coughs> so why would he give Jay the fucking planet killer to temper I, him? Look, he I'm, had to I'm show him that he couldn't just constantly pull the trigger. Look, I'm just I'm I'm splitting hairs here is what I'm doing. Like in all honesty, it's just it's just something that always like I never thought of it until years later. I was like, wait, why did he give him the noisy cricket? He could have given him like a a a, a derringer, or yeah, he was he or, was tem- he was tempering. He had to show him again that looks were, can be deceiving and that that he needed to like not constantly want to pull the trigger. Didn't they also yeah. say uh, there's a part where he says I'm pretty sure he says Corellian, didn't he? He's like there's always yeah, something. Yeah, he uses something as Corellian. Yeah, yeah. That's a Star Wars reference. I uh, <clears throat> I think I mentioned it when we did the movie quotes, but one of my all time favorite quotes, and it's actually two things back to back, comes from that. When Kate says a person is smart, people are dumb, panicky, dangerous animals, and you know it. Yeah. 1500 years ago, everyone knew the Earth was the center of the universe. 500 years ago, everyone knew the Earth was flat. 15 minutes ago, you knew humans were alone on the planet. Imagine what you'll know tomorrow. That's a good quote. That's just a great That's fucking a good quote, quote. Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good stuff. I love it. Great movie. That, I always forget about the part with the big cop in the beginning. Like, he tells him, you know, uh, five minutes, try your best, tough guy. And, and Jay just goes, five minutes on a stairmaster, you pudgy bastard. That always cracks me up. Oh, all the exchanges he has, even after he has to justify his shooting range stuff. That's you know what a great one. Why why is she walking around with these quantum physics books? At this Those night? books are, are way too advanced for her. her. <laughs> and you know I'm not going to shoot him. Hold the tissue. He's just getting ready to sneeze. You know how I feel if I had a cold and somebody tried to bust a cap in my ass. And this dude, you know, he's just doing some pull ups. You know, if I was in the gym, just working out. Yeah, uh, Hunter, it's your turn. I think. Okay, well, uh, mine keep getting taken, and I was I was holding off. I didn't want to do this, but Tombstone, I'm taking Tombstone. I had a backup, fucker. <laughs> I've been avoiding it for a while. I was waiting to see who dropped it first. I was yeah. shocked that it lasted this long. <clears throat> well, I was too, and I was thinking if it makes it to the last round, and I have enough stuff that I still want to use, but I had Men in Black and some other things taken from me. So, Tombstone. I mean, it's it's the cowboy movie. I don't yeah. give a shit about John Wayne. I don't fucking care about any of those old school. I don't like that. give a shit about John <laughs> Wayne. 
don't even begin to care. Tombstone is the Western. Unforgiven is a solid runner-up, but it is, the the gap is pretty wide. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm really is not just so good. Really not all that big into westerns. Tombstone is one of three that I really enjoy. Not just that, like it's one of my favorite films of all time as well. Same. It's yeah, top and, five and for what me. What gets me. What gets me is for many years, I remember that the narrative was that, well, Tombstone is a great action movie that's just kind of like got a Western setting. It's really not. Like, it's very historically accurate in a lot of ways. It very much plays up that time in the life of those guys and what they were doing. Um, sure, it's not totally accurate, and it is very much kind of it's an action dramatized. Some drama around it. Yeah, sure. Um, and to be fair, if I criticize it for anything, the last like 15 minutes of that movie, I could chop it off from the time that they finish up the gunfight and, and all the, the yeah. you know, kind of fall yeah, after the shoot okay, corral. Yeah. Like that. I don't really need the whole horse ride with Wyatt and, and the woman. And all that. Like, I He's coming for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, well, that and the part yeah, where Wyatt's in the uh, the stream and he just goes, No, no! <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty that, good though. That's such a great bit. I still need that because, I mean, hell, when we played, I've got a great clip of us playing Red Dead where I am, we were fighting some dudes for some mission. I'm legitimately in a stream with a fucking sawed-off shotgun going, no! Like, <laughs> it's just great. It's, it's, just still, great it's still not as good as the all-time Incredible greatest. cast. The, the greatest Red Red Dead clip when you and I are up in that uh, that poker table and that guy's standing there, he didn't acknowledge us. <laughs> that which fucking blew him apart. <laughs> We just ended his day, and then we ended our day on the game. We too. turned his head into a canoe. <laughs> Real fast. God, another great quotable movie, a great movie with tons of, of incredible actors in it. Val Kilmer um, as one of the most iconic characters of all time in uh, Doc God, Holliday. seriously. Compare that to, uh, to that fucking uh, Kevin Costner version of Wyatt Earp with, I love Dennis yeah. Quaid, but Dennis Quaid is no Doc Holliday compared to Val oh, Kilmer. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, Wild Bill, or I mean, not Wild Bill, uh, Curly, Curly Bill. Bill. Curly Bill. Uh, the actor's name is escaping me. Powers, Powers, Powers Booth. Booth, yeah. God, he was so incredible. In that oh, movie. fucking uh, Michael Bean is Johnny Ringo. Like, everyone always talks about Doc Holliday and White Earth, but like, the bad guys were also just as fucking good. Yes. And there's yes. so many great actors that I didn't know were in that movie until I got older and I went back and watched it. Thomas Hayden Church is in yeah. it, Stephen Lang is in it. Uh, it's It's yep. just so good, man. On every level. Just hit after hit after hit. Yeah. Dana Sam Delaney. Elliot. I mean, we didn't even mention Sam Elliott. <laughs> oh, of uh, fucking Jason Priestley, who I only knew from Beverly yeah. uh, Hills 90210 was in the fucking film. Billy Zane. Oh, it's so good. I think he's wonderful. <laughs> what, do you, what, do you, what do you think, oh, Billy Nilly? Um, all right. He's wonderful. I know I, I said earlier that I'm not into Tim Burton films, but the next movie on my list is Sleepy Hollow. I, I love that was a good movie. I love Sleepy Hollow. I I actually have the like the original script book for it. I, I was love gonna it say so that's much. when you have the hardback script yeah. for. I was obsessed with that movie. Uh, I Johnny Depp in that movie, especially as Ichabod Crane. Like I just wanted to model myself after him. The way he dressed, the hair. Like I just thought he was so so cool. Christina Ricci. I was you know crush the crush button once again. Um, and then Christopher Walken as the Hessian. I mean, like, oh my god, it's it's so good on some of the a fucking Casper Van Dien is in that movie. One of my all time favorite actors never gets enough credit. Uh, that movie is just really really good, and it has just enough of the Tim Burton vibe to give it kind of that spooky feel, but it's not so Tim Burton ish because this I think was the first movie he, with Johnny Depp was there was Edward Scissorhands was the first one, and this was the yeah, second Edward one. Right? Would have been there yeah, this is before Tim Burton went off the fucking rails, and I just stopped enjoying his films. So. Don't I'm pretty sure Ed Wood came before Sleepy Hollow. I forgot about Ed Wood. 
I'll be honest with you. I also forget that movie. Exists. That's also a really good movie. Don't get me wrong. Uh, yeah, ninety four, and I think Sleepy Hollow was ninety five or ninety six. Uh, it was ninety nine. I used to know the whole oh, chronological wow. of them, but yeah, it's all right. Point is, Sleepy Hollow is a really good film. It's gory as fuck. Like it's so bloody. Yep. Um, it's just really, really good. Anyway, let's go to let's. <clears throat> Uh, my next one is Girl Interrupted. Oh, oh, was Winona that? Ryder, Angelina, Angelina Jolie, Jolie, Brittany yeah. Murphy. Yeah. Yeah. That's also a really good one. Um, I didn't watch it at the time because, uh, you know, I'm a boy and I thought that was a girl movie. <laughs> I didn't discover it till a few years into college as far as that goes. But like the parts that always stick out in my mind is when once uh, Brittany Murphy's character has her own apartment and they've all like ran away from the mental institution which i know it's gonna sound weird but doesn't one of them die yep they they uh mess with britney murphy's character enough that she ends up hanging herself yeah yeah that's oh i don't like that yeah because they they wake up that her record keeps playing over and over and over again they don't realize that she's upstairs no longer with them yeah well, all right. Uh, yeah. Let's go to Shelby. <laughs> Shelby, last one. Make us happy, please. Okay. Fern Gully. That's the happiest one I have on my list. That one's probably pretty happy. So that is an animated Good film about film. like a bunch of fairies and that are trying to defend their forest from being cut down by this lumbering company. And it's basically a giant about like how industrial waste and It's a big old environmental save the rainforest film. Oh, that hit me. Yeah, Tim Curry last and Robin Williams. Yeah, and Robin Williams was baddie. So he was the for baddie. I'm tired of this, this fucking left wing liberal woke knew, bullshit <laughs> can we can we briefly talk about how uncomfortably sexual that tim curry song is in that uh-huh. movie toxic like, love i remember what? when it came up yeah uh do yourself a favor shannon look up the song that t- that tim curry sings in that that movie um because i mentioned that to sarah one time and she was like Oh, this explains an awful lot about my interest in Tim Curry. <laughs> she, she has mentioned more than once. She's like, I had a massive crush on that guy when I was a kid. And I, I brought up that song and she goes, oh my God, I forgot this existed. This is unlocking an awful lot of, of stuff. Um, he's just like a villainous, poisonous, like sludge cloud yeah. of stuff. He's literally but like that a sludge song monster. is just like. Oh my it's God! Listen to this. There it is. Listen uh-huh. to this. Yeah. I see we the know. world. Hold on. I see the world and all the creatures in it. I suck them dry and spit them out like spinach. I feel the power. It's growing by the minute, and pretty soon you're gonna see me wallow in it. I feel good. A special kind of horny. And mind you, this whole thing is very like slow, sensual jazz. Yeah, music. you need to it's hear like, it. I was like... going to say, just, just <laughs> yeah. reading the lyrics, See, you got to understand the, the music that goes along with it. And then imagine Tim And Curry the animation, too. Wow. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Shelby, you filthy, <laughs> filthy person. Let's I appear go. to have also unlocked something in Shannon. It seems. Uh, <laughs> let's go on to Jesse. Jesse, you fix it. Oh, okay. She failed. All right. Okay. Uh, 
I really thought that more of my movies would have been taken by now. <laughs> I have so many left that I really like and would want on this list. Um, yeah, I, yeah, you had a couple. I figure yeah. we're doing some some uh, honorable mentions when this is all done. So, okay. Well, uh, I so everybody knows a goofy movie was my favorite from the '90s. So I'm not even gonna gonna talk about that one because we talked about it to death. Instead, I'm gonna talk about. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go with basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I wake remember up, that one. Wake up, bitch! You're my somebody, new best friend. <laughs> for somebody who was as obsessed with South Park as I was, I have seen basketball like one time and and never went back for whatever reason. I don't know why. Oh God, that was that was one of those movies that like uh, my little brother and I rented it over and over and over again back in the 90s. And keep in mind, uh, when this movie came out, like, what year did it come out? Like, 90? It, was, it played on Encore all hey, the okay. damn time. Late, so I've seen it more times than I would like yeah. to admit that I've seen it. So it came out in 98. And that, that means that, like, I, I would have been 10 years old. Jake would have been, like, 8 or 9 and so, like, there's a lot of the, the stuff in this that went way over our heads. Uh, I rewatched it again, like, three or four years ago and laughed even harder than I did as a kid in the 90s because uh, it, it still holds up. It's still pretty funny. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it was the 90s, so there's some uh, some jokes that aren't great anymore. But uh, or at least there are jokes in there that are more harmful than I realized in the 90s. Such but it's as. still just a. It's a very, very fun movie. Uh, I no mean, one. like, there's a lot of stuff about, like, gays and Jews. Oh, oh <laughs> say no more. Say less. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, it's still a very, very funny movie. Uh, I enjoyed the absolute fuck out of that movie in the 90s. I also really like basketball, and I was not a fan of South Park, so... Um... It was one of my favorite comedies back then. Jenny McCarthy, I had a huge crush on her, you know, obviously. So that played a big part in it too. I didn't know what she would become one day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so a little unfortunate there. Let's go on to Hunter. Uh, this is probably the only one on my list that would not be on anyone else's because I don't think anybody else here even likes Jim Carrey, but Liar Liar is one of my all-time oh. favorite comedies. Liar Liar is a no. good one. I like Jim I Carrey, but I've never seen it. The pen is blue. Liar, if, you, if, you've ever seen, <laughs> if you've never seen Liar Liar, it's definitely worth a spin. It is distinctly Jim Carrey. I mean, it's pretty much his coming out phase, so it's him just like... The, the movie poster is just him like this. Like, I mean, it's very much the, born on his back. But the premise is silly, and yet it works because it's fun. I remember seeing it the day that it came out and having to sit in the front row because I could not get a better seat, and I did not care. I had a crick in my neck when I went home that day, but it was worth it. Um, God, it just it, to this day, it is one of my all time favorite comedies. It's just it's just fucking funny. It's hilarious, and only Jim Carrey could really have pulled off this this specific role in the way they wanted him to do it. So not bad for it's like, the white guy from In Living Color. It right? is, uh, it, it's pretty wholesome. Like, well, well okay. So the only part the I remember premise, about that movie, the premise is there. There's a part of the movie. The only part I can remember is I saw it in the previews a million times. He's in the elevator with like a large chest of yeah. woman, 
And she's talking yeah. about everyone's real nice to her. And he says something, but I've never known what the quote is because I've never he watched says, it. He says, well, that's because you have huge jugs. And oh. then he stops himself and he goes, I mean, your boobs are huge. And then he stops himself and he goes, I mean, I want to squeeze them. And he just keeps oh, making it work. Oh, good To the moment yeah. that when the, the doors open back, you hear like the slap and he comes out holding his cheek. Um, it was uh, Krista Allen for uh, for anybody the, uh the, the outtakes for that movie are almost as funny as the actual movie, and they play them over the credits like they did it in the theater, too, which is also great. Over-actor. Um, <laughs> Jazz on Bell. He didn't know it was coming. <laughs> There's a moment where he grabs the water container, he's trying to pour water, and he realizes it looks like a mouth, and so suddenly he just makes it start going, for this, you will pay a terrible price, and people are just losing it. Um, yeah, there's 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 a moment, like, Jesse says is, is wholesome, uh, the, the premise is, but there's a moment where he's, like, suddenly encouraged to tell everyone in the boardroom the, what he thinks about them, and so, of course, he can't not. And he says something about an older guy named Simmons. Simmons is old. He should have been out of the game years ago, but his wife makes him come to those Christmas parties, you know, where she gets plastered and calls everyone an R word. Um, oh. Just, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty ridiculous. Um, what's up, Fletcher? Your cholesterol, fatty, dead man walking. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. <laughs> it, yeah, like, it's just I- pretty rough. You should watch it at least once if you can find it streaming on something. Because I, I always thought it was hilarious just for his, like, it's his reactions to him saying something very earnestly and then me like, I'm trying to get it out of his system. <laughs> like, why did I do that? I also just uh, really liked Jim Carrey in the 90s. Like, I, I really did, too. I mean, I've never liked Jim Carrey. I've never liked Jim Carrey. As a kid, I've always as found a kid I absolutely did. Um, well, you couldn't sanction his buffoonery. I, I mean, could. I, I am Tommy Lee Jones. I am the crotchety old mother, <laughs> old millennial, yeah. according to Jesse, old ass millennial who doesn't get jokes. <laughs> Importantly, like yeah. Jim Carrey as the Riddler in that film was a major draw for me and my little brother because we really, really liked Jim Carrey. Back and that's a hundred percent why they cast him. I that was the extreme. The Joker. only time that Riddler had ever been. Yeah, I was going to say he was far more Joker than he was any kind of Riddler. Yeah. yeah. Um, to this Still day, better we than really Paul have not Dano. had a classic. I was gonna say we have not really had a classic Riddler on screen outside of like the the Batman you know, Frank Gorshin movie, yeah. Um, because because yeah, I mean the, the one the Jim Carrey one is basically like you said, extreme Joker. The Paul Dano one is uh, murderer, serial killer, <laughs> right. not the Riddler. But I still liked him. I still liked oh, it. Yeah. But. Yeah. Uh. But we've hey. yet to find that perfect balance of, you know, green bowler hat and suit, but also kind of scary, but also here's the... the An- animated series. I know that's the cheat code. Animated series. Well, yeah. 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 I was going to say, on the big screen. Like, live yeah. action. We haven't we haven't found that yet. Yeah. Uh, I remember Robin Williams was in talk to play him a long time ago, before Jim Carrey got the role. That would have been very cool. Yeah. I would have enjoyed that. Anyway. Yep. Hey, you know... I'm one-hour photo, Robin Williams, but he's the Riddler. I'm thinking my last pick, no one else would pick either, and I don't think anyone else has seen but me. Maybe Hunter. And that is the classic, classic Robert, Rod- Robert Rodriguez film, Desperado. I've seen that movie. You don't have to have it. You watch it. It's, it's a, yeah, it's a one-time, a one-time deal. I've definitely oh, seen it once. Oh, my God. I love this movie. It is such a good Western, and it introduced me to so many people I adore. Antonio Banderas as the guitar playing gunslinger is it's just such a good fucking movie. It's a sort of remake of El Mariachi, which I think was Robert Rodriguez's first film. Um, Steve Buscemi's in it. Danny Trejo is the first time I ever saw Trejo. And then he, 
And then he played himself in every movie following this. <laughs> um, yes. He's just Trejo in every film. Uh, Cheech Marin is in it. Uh, Salma Hayek. It was the first time I ever saw Salma Hayek. I mean, it's just, oh, it's just so good. And the the fact that the dude just carries a guitar full of guns around. I mean, it's just gunslinging action. I always wanted to be Antonio Banderas. But there are so many reasons I won't be. He's so... <laughs> He's so fucking good. And not only is that... Movie, I was just going to say Hispanic? Like, so, that's one of the reasons. That, one, of the, one of the many, yeah, we got there. <laughs> that movie was was followed up by Once Upon a Time in Mexico, which had Johnny Depp in it. It's okay. It's not as good as Desperado. Desperado is still the best. But it also... it I had never known Antonio Banderas before this, and Hunter, to bring this into SNL, do you remember an SNL skit they would do all the time with fucking... You know who played Antonio Banderas in the SNL skits? Do you remember? I remember somebody doing the... How you say? Uh, like the... Yeah, the so, no, Banderas too sexy! Tuesday. It was fucking Chris <laughs> Kattan played Antonio oh Banderas. Oh, God. Oh. And then you would have... He hosted his own talk show, right? It yeah. It was the Antonio Banderas... How do you say? I ah, yes. Yes. Talk show. show. <laughs> and it was Jimmy Fallon and Horatio Sands as the band. And every time he started taking his shirt off, they'd be like, no, too sexy, too sexy. And then they start strumming. It's, oh, it's so fucking funny. I love it. All right, Lindsay, no. just finish this off. I'm going to finish this off with the one you probably all expected from the beginning. Fraggle Bill Rock. and Ted's Bogus Journey. Oh, yeah, yeah. That one. <laughs> one movie that I rented more than anything in the 90s. Is that the one where they meet the Grim Reaper? Yes. Because right. mm-hmm. originally it was going to be titled Bill and Ted Go to Hell, but it obviously got changed. I, I did not know this. I found this out the other day and I sent it to Lindsay. She did not care, but I thought it was cool. And that was uh, Bill and Ted exists in the same universe as Tales from the Crypt. Because there's a, I think it's like season six, there's an episode where the Crypt Keeper is talking to the Grim Reaper, played by William Sadler, the exact same character from Bill and Ted, dressed the same, talks the same. Uh, it's very, very funny. And I had to look up a clip from Bill and Ted just to make absolutely sure I wasn't crazy. Lindsay looks like she's crazy right now. She's looking around like she's heard they a ghost. the cats making a noise, and it's a noise they should not be making, and I'm concerned. All right, well. You just had one of them. You just had one of them. <laughs> and there she goes. All right. Well, that's, get away from me very quickly. Bill and Ted, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for us tonight. Uh, I'm surprised Tanner didn't oh, show up. I'm just I'm just gonna say names real quick because there are so many things that I didn't mention like Wild Wild West which I skipped because of Men in Black, uh, Can't Hardly Wait which I just realized I put on here twice. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Starship Troopers, Shannon. Starship Troopers. Yeah, didn't get mentioned. That's that's one of my of uh, uh, the Fifth Element. I thought was one that I, I yeah brought up it was and pre- it was pretty the, good. The Negotiator. The negotiator, uh, Spacey, well, Spacey is the only reason I don't think of the Jackson? negotiator anymore. Yeah, Sam Jackson and, and Kevin Spacey. I mean, great action. I mean, fuck, from dusk till dawn. Um, yeah, cable I, guy. I really, really assumed you were going to mention that one. Yeah, because that one was on my list too, as well as Wild Wild West. And the fact that neither of you said from dusk till dawn or Wild Wild West surprised the shit out of me. Because there's I didn't too see many from good dawn movies. until years later. Um, and Wild Wild West, when you mentioned Men in Black, I was like, ah, we got our we got our Will Smith fix. Here. Small like, soldiers. That was a good one. I like that movie a lot as a man, kid. I liked that the first time I saw it, but I remember seeing it multiple times afterward and going, this is real stupid. <laughs> Rush Hour? That was good. Clueless? Uh, also, yeah. uh, All right, I'm, in a, I'm in a weird vocal minority where I like the second Rush Hour movie better than the first one. I think the second one's funnier, but that's just me. 
Clerks. Uh, I also kind of like the second Clerks better than the first oh, one. I know that's blasphemy. We missed the but... big no, one. No, that's not blasphemy. I actually like Clerks. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That surprised me. Uh, I know Shelby had Princess Mononoke on her list, but didn't mention it. Uh, Blade didn't, didn't come put up. Anything animated on mine? Let time. me uh, let me throw one out there that uh, mm-hmm. some of you have probably seen that I absolutely adore. Empire Records. Damn the yes. man. Yeah. Save the empire. Yeah. Uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights didn't come up, and that surprised me a little. Well, that's because Tanner's not here. Yeah, uh, he would. He, I think we spiritually assumed that Tanner was going to mention that one. Then yeah, didn't show up. So, oh um, God, I love that fucking movie. Reservoir Dogs. And and I got one Same for you. While Reservoir you were Dogs. Oh, while you were sleeping, it's the movie that oh, made me realize sad. I was straight. <laughs> Sandra Bullock. He was on the fence, and that that tipped him over. So uh, it was the movie fiction. that made his dad go. <laughs> if there if there were two women in the '90s that made me realize that I wanted to fall in love with a girl, it was Sandra Bullock and Samantha Mathis, and they were in a movie oh, together. Well, writer, you just mentioned her. Yes, she's fantastic. But I'm talking about my I'm talking about my top tier talent, Sandra Bullock and Samantha Mathis. Uh, I, a part of the reason oh, I part of the reason I watched Super Mario Brothers, on the bench. <laughs> she's a backup. You know, she's a bench warmer. <laughs> I watched Mario Brothers partially because of Samantha Mathis as Princess Daisy. I mean, you know, please. Yeah, please. And and in, and in Shannon's defense too, like the Sandra Bullock line, like that has not changed. He like that has been consistent the entire time oh, yeah. I've known him. Sandra Bullock will yeah, always one. be my number one crush, and she still is. I love Sandra Bullock, and and her and Samantha Mathis were in a couple movies together, and uh, I think they were friends. And like, I wish I had friends. That's gonna do it for us tonight. <laughs> What? We're right here, you motherfucker! That looked like oh, Samantha I'm... Mathis. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I can't be her for you, Shannon. <laughs> All right, I try my best. You got married. All right, <laughs> that's it for us tonight. He's bringing it full circle. When I came in, he said that he was he was waiting to what was it? Get after me? Get on me? Yeah, like I was that. waiting to get up get up in you. Um, there it is. Get that, get that stone out. All right, that's gonna do it for us tonight. Oh. We're gonna be back sometime next week, or according to Dave Meltzer, we might not be. He doesn't know. Well, who knows? Who knows? For now, though, thank you guys for tuning in. We're back for now. For let's we'll see what happens. For myself <laughs> and for Jesse, for Shelby, for Lindsay, for Hunter, and for Tanner not being here. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you next week with all new episodes. Until then, Shelby. Shelby? Oh. Shelby? Shannon? <laughs> Say the line, Shelby. Do the line, Shelby. Oh. I can see her saying no and I can't hear it. Hey, Jim. <laughs> <laughs>